The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. This afternoon, we feature the championship round of the C4 District Tournament in Hershey. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Connor Schutz takes him down again right to his back. It has Plainview in big trouble there as he has him in a headlock. 20 seconds remaining and they are in the middle of the bat here. He's got that headlock pretty secure. Connor Schutz trying to get the win. 15 seconds and there it is. Connor Schutz 21-0 with a 146 pin. The C4 has been tabbed the toughest district in the state as wrestlers look to qualify for next week's state tournament in Omaha. And for some, take the number one seed. It's the C4 District Finals coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda live from Hershey right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Well, good afternoon, everyone, from Hershey, Nebraska. It is District Wrestling Championship Saturday, as we will be giving you updates from throughout the state. But we are a little bit away from getting the finals of the third and fourth place matches underway from the toughest district in the state of Nebraska, the C4 here at Hershey. It features number one, Valentine, number two, Ord, number five, Amherst, number six, Broken Bow, number eight, Bridgeport, and teams from around the listening area like Kearney Catholic, Highline, which is Elwood, Eustis Farnham, Loomis Bertrand, Arcadia Loop City, Ravenna, they are all part of today's district tournament. And we'll be able to give you all the information here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show getting ready for today's district championships. As you can hear, the match is going on in the background. Right now, Valentine leads it with 155 and a half points, and Amherst, in their first year up in Class C, is second with 127 points. Broken Bow is third with 118 and a half. Bridgeport is fourth with 111. Ord is fifth with 107. Kearney Catholic is sixth with 66. Arcadia Loop City has 65. Loomis Bertrand, 61 and a half. Gordon Rushville and Mitchell are tied for ninth with 61, and Ravenna has 60, then Highline with 58. So 58 points for 12th place and 65 points for 7th place. So you can really see a move in the finals, and it's Hershey, Ainsworth, and Perkins County rounding out the top 15 here this afternoon. We'll let you know who's in the finals, how many for each school, and give you some updates from other districts. So keep it here on Power 99. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. 
formerly serving you as crop production services. We're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. We'll call this your championship lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Wrestling will resume in just a little over 10 minutes, uh, maybe 15, depending on how long it takes to make the announcements here. But they are on a 10-minute break right now. At 106 pounds, it's one of the few finals where you haven't already met up at one point during the regular season. It will be Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand. He's the top seed. He's ranked fourth in the state of Nebraska, and he will be taking on Sam Luther, the freshman out of Kearney Catholic. At 113 pounds, we have, by the way, nine number one wrestlers here today in Class C, five number twos, so we have got some matchups that could be in Omaha one week from today. Casey Benavides of Bridgeport at 113 pounds has been injured a part of the season. He had been out since January the 11th. He comes back, and he'll take on Zach Dickow of Highline, uh, and Zach is actually undefeated, but the number two seed. At 120 pounds, Trey Gary, the number five-ranked wrestler from Broken Bow, will take on Matt Bruns of Hershey. And uh, Gary from Broken Bow has already beaten Bruns head-to-head. At 126, Valentine's top-ranked Chris Williams will take on Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow. Falkenberry was beaten for the only time this year by Williams by a major decision, but he had been out of the lineup for the first third of the season, and that is his only loss. At 132 pounds, it's another one-versus-two matchup. Quentin Frank of Amherst will take on Colton Rouse of Ord, but a lot of folks believe Rouse is wrestling better right now. Frank had a one-point win just to get in to the championships here today at 132 pounds, so we'll see how that all plays out uh, this afternoon. At 138 pounds, you have got the only wrestler that can go for a fourth consecutive state title next week in Omaha. That's Gage Krolikowski of Valentine, and he'll take on Austin Cole of Broken Bow. He's already uh, beaten Cole uh, in their previous uh, matches uh, this season. So that's what you've got going on at 138. At 145 pounds, another one versus two. Morgan McGinley of Valentine against Trevor Widener of Bridgeport. After losing to McGinley by major decision three straight times, 
Widener was able to pull off a 3-2 upset against him, but McGinley hasn't wrestled for Valentine since that match. So uh, a few guys that have been setting out some time getting back here at districts. At 152 pounds, Garrett Cluthy of Ord will take on Tryon Calarose from Arcadia Loop City, the number three and number eight ranked wrestlers at the weight class. Now for Cluthy, he has just three losses. They've come to uh, Gunning, the returning D finalist. He outlasted Calarose from Arcadia Loop City 12-10 to 10 at the Ord Invitational. At 160 pounds, this could be the match of the day. Of all the one versus twos, Chase Olson of Valentine against undefeated Connor Schutz of Highline. And again, Highline is Elwood Eustace Farnham. And when you talk about that, they've had some good wrestlers at Elwood, but you're talking Dynasty Valentine against Elwood Eustace Farnham, which would have bumped both those schools up from Class D to Class C this first year at Highline. Schutz undefeated. Olsen, again, uh, coming in as the number one ranked wrestler at 160 pounds. So we're looking for a great match there. At 170 pounds, the only top-ranked wrestler uh, that didn't make it through was at 170 pounds in Gunnar Buttershaw of Valentine, and he had also uh, been banged up a little bit this year. He was beaten by Jesse Drahota of Ravenna, and Drahota will take on Josh Warner of Bridgeport, who is uh, ranked fifth in the state. At 182 pounds, undefeated top-ranked Lathan Duda of Broken Bow against number three Trevor Peterson of Chase County. Peterson splatled his way into the finals over Cole Stokebrand of Amherst and pinned him in the second period. And uh, Peterson uh, has went head-to-head with Stokebrand earlier this year, and Lathan Duda was able to uh, beat him earlier this year uh, as well. So he already earned, has a win over Trevor Peterson. At 195 pounds, Ethan Gabriel ranked number one from Ord against Drew Bogard uh, of Amherst. Uh, Gabriel has already pinned him earlier this year. At 220 pounds, Jaron Potts of Amherst ranked third against eighth-ranked Kiefer Anderson of a Broken Bow. And uh, they have got together already this year as well. Potts, a 7-0 win over Anderson when they met earlier on in the year. And at 285 pounds, they're going to do it again. Number one versus number two, Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. The only thing he doesn't have on his resume right now is a state championship after losing to Cave of Weeping Water in the semifinals last year in Class D. That's his only loss this year, but of course he's wrestling in Class C. He'll take on number two, C.J. Hovind of Ord, and he has beaten him in back-to-back weeks. Did it at the conference tournament and then did it at the Ward Invitational with pins as uh, that could be another matchup that we see next Saturday afternoon at the CHI Center in Omaha. So those are your starting lineups and championship matches. We'll also be looking at third and fourth brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be joined once again by Hall of Fame coach Derry Trampy of Ward on our coverage today. He'll join us when we return here on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. 
Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. And welcome back to Hershey. Thanks to Athletic Director Greg Welsh and all the folks here for their hospitality. They've done this before. They know how to run a district championship. Do want to take a look at what else is going on around the area, and then we will bring in Derry Trampy to talk about what's going on here. And uh, Coach may also pop in from time to time on what's going on around the area. The A4, let's start there. That's where uh, Carney High is competing. The A2 is where Grand Island is hosting. And right now, Omaha Burke has a half-point lead over Grand Island. 137 to 136 and a half in the uh, A2. In the uh, A4 for Kearney High, they lead at 179 to 162 over Lincoln East. It's been kind of unusual because at conference and at districts for Kearney High, they have so far, at least today, been able to get the better of Lincoln East. But in the end, when they go head-to-head, that's when Lincoln East is able to pick things up. So for Kearney, in the finals, Perry Swarm at 106, Archer Heelan at 113, Hunter Nagatani at 120, Riley Steele at 126. At 132, Ethan Kolek has been eliminated. At 138, Braden Smith is in the finals, as is Gage Ferguson at 145. At one, excuse me, uh, Gage Ferguson was beaten in the se- uh, semifinals. Nope, he won in the semifinals. 152, Gage McBride is into the finals. At 160, Tate Kuchera lost in the semifinals, so he'll have to wrestle in the consolation to try and get in for third and fourth. At 170, Josh Pearson is in the championship. At 182, Bronson Amen uh, was defeated in the semifinals, so he'll be in the heartbreak round. At 195, Alex Hunt has made it into the finals. At 220, Dario Rodriguez has advanced on to the finals in sudden victory over Gennetti of Lincoln Southeast. And at heavyweight, Peter Kreitzer was beaten by a first-period pin in the semifinals, so he will move on to the consolation semifinals. And one thing when we start talking about A, more than any other class coach, is there's a reason they only have to wrestle on Saturday. There's not near as many matches. And uh, you can go one and one and make it to state. One and two, I guess, one and two and make it to state. 
Yeah, you can, and, and it's you know it's it's just the way it is. But also, those are pretty good kids in those because each of those teams probably has 70, 60, 70 kids out for wrestling. So getting on the varsity might be more difficult than it is getting to state for some of those kids. The B one, which is going on today, has just a couple of teams from our area. Aurora currently sitting in third with one hundred and forty six and a half points. Bennington first with one fifty eight. Lakeview is second with one hundred and fifty five points. B two, that is where Hastings and Adams Central are competing. For Hastings, uh, they've got uh, just about everybody through. Yeah. Only one wrestler is uh, out right now for the Hastings High Tigers, so they're going to qualify almost the entire team. Blair's in second, Adams Central setting in sixth, and kind of ironically, Hastings High and Adams Central, I believe it was three or four times, met up in either the semifinals or the consolations right. uh, already today. Yeah, and, and Hastings got the upper hand on them in quite a few places in there as far as where they're at. You know, I, I think Adam Central's gotten through the kids that they were looking to get through. I, you know, talking to Chris, they pretty much had gotten where they'd gotten to. thought they had some tough matches coming back through. So at 100 and uh, at uh, Hastings, 218 points. Blair, 138. York, 116 for Adam Central there in sixth place with 89 points. Moving on, the B3 district tournament going on uh, today has Pierce leading the way with 147.5, defending state champion Northwest, 135. Central City is setting in third, the Luplatt Conference champion, with 114 points. Taking a look at uh, what's going on there, uh, Northwest, again, uh, made a heck of a run last year at the uh, state tournament. And uh, coach, uh, you're familiar a little bit with Northwest yeah. as well. Yeah, and they've got so, they've got such quality kids where they have them, and that's where they're going to do some damage when they get to state. They've got good quality kids at weight classes. It could be very, very easily be finalists, and that's a lot of points down at the state meet. For Northwest at 106, Caleb Alcorta is a winner in the consolation semifinals, so he will wrestle for third and fourth. At 113, Grady Aarons is in the finals. Ben Sutherland at 120 was eliminated. At 126, Caden Fredrickson was eliminated in the heartbreak break round. At 132, Brady Isley is into the championship. Colin Quant at 138 will be in the finals. At 145, Owen Friesen has been eliminated. At 152, Austin Cooley is wrestling for third and fourth. At 160, Alex Cabello was eliminated. At 170, Brody Sheeks is out. 182, Victor Iselli. I hope I got that right, Victor. Uh, he was a winner. He is out of the championship. At 195, Zach Pistolka eliminated. Grady Grease, of course, one of the top wrestlers in the nation, is into the finals. And Brody Stutzman was eliminated at heavyweight. We will take a break here, and they're about ready to begin wrestling at the C4 District in Hershey. We have got maybe the best wrestling we've seen in a long, long time head-to-head. And we'll be back with more on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Demilico Sports Fashions in Kearney supports all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. 
DeMillico is celebrating 30 years in business and says thank you for being our customers. It's been a pleasure serving you. We make it our mission to fulfill each order to your complete satisfaction. With our added special touch and 30 years experience, we've got you covered. DeMillico Sports Fashions, screen printing, and so much more. Bottom of the overpass in Kearney. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. We've got just a little bit of time to take a look at some other team scores. The D3 is kind of that one that Amherst and Elm Creek had been in for a number of years and sometimes Cambridge hosted it. Uh, This year the D3 is at Southern Valley. Maxwell leads it going into the third, fourth, and championship round, but only 109 and a half points. That tells you how even it is, and it tells you that there's probably a lot of buys, too, early on because you haven't amassed a lot of points. Ansley Litchfield and Weeping Water uh, have tied for second with 85 and a half points. High Plains fourth with 83. Elm Creek fifth with 76 and a half, 76 points for Shelton. Southern Valley has 70. Axtell is 8th with 66. Then it's West Holt and Nebraska Christian. Kennesaw is 12th. South Loop is 13th. Pleasanton sets in 14th uh, going in to the final round there. Uh, Derry Trampy, the Hall of Famer. Uh, Coach, uh, boy, we, we've kind of alluded to it, but I don't know that I've ever done a spot outside of state where you've had this many matches. I mean, districts is always something else. We've done some good invites. Carney High's invited A, Amherst and D. What I mean to have nine of the number one kids out of 14 weight classes right. here in this district and five of the twos, and they all make it through. Right, and they, and they really do. It's a solid district all the way up and down the ladder, and I think if you look at the team rankings even, I think five of the teams are ranked in the top eight coming into this, and, and – uh, and they're all deserving of it. When you look at them, the way they're wrestling, they've got some good individuals. They'll make some noise down down state next week. You know, I think Valentine took a little bit of a hit in the Constellation Semis, which might hurt them at state because they lost some of those points that they can pick up in the wrestlebacks. Now, they lost a few kids in that heartbreak round that you normally don't see happen. It usually doesn't happen. They're usually the ones that pick up those wins. So it's evening up, and it's really, really tight all the way across to all the teams. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Okay, all these kids that are wrestling now, as we say every year, they have qualified for state. But don't think this isn't big. If you're a stud, you expect to win a district championship. But the difference between third and fourth and first and second in some uh, toss-up matches can be huge when you get down to Omaha. And sometimes you might catch a break if you lose a one point here and end up on the right side of the bracket next week. Yeah, and that's that's just it. It's a crapshoot when you get here. I mean, you want to win those. You want to win those brackets. You want to win your weight class because it certainly gives you a better seed as you go into it. Um, and that's where you want to be at. You want to be where you can have the best seed getting into the state meet. If you're wrestling for third and fourth, you want to be third so you can wrestle second seed out of another district or second place out of another district when you get there. That's just what you're looking for as you come through here. 
We are ready to get going here. Sam Luther of Kearney Catholic will take on Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand. Sam of course, his uh, dad, Kenny, is the assistant, longtime assistant coach, so he's got it in his blood here. And uh, this will be the first meeting with Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand. This is the only finalist for Kearney Catholic, and this will be an interesting one because it's also one of the few matchups where the uh, number two seed is not state-rated. And Sam's going to get turned here yeah. early on. He's going to get taken down. He's not going to get turned. He had an aggressive shot in there, but he'll get taken down 25 seconds in. Yep, Edwards hit, hit a nice fireman's on that, got him on and kept a hold of the arm. I thought maybe like you he was going to get the back points, but Luther was able to get off his back, get off his side, and come up and go to work. And, of course, when you're at this weight class and you get an upperclassman like Edwards is, right. he is a junior, it is tough to keep that weight, but the experience so much more. It's like getting a freshman up at 182 pounds. And in the consolation, uh, Mitchell's Thomas Houston looks like he's going to take care of Lane Russell, a senior from Broken Bow. He's got him on his back, and luckily for Broken Bow, they ran out of time here. So they'll get a restart in the second period. So, yeah, 5-2. Russell got the takedown, looked good, and then got caught in a scramble. And and, uh, the kid from Mitchell, uh, Houston from Mitchell, was able to come up and take him to his back. So scramble situations, you got to be moving. Looks like we're 4-0 down here on the championship match. Looks like we got two back points for uh, Edwards as well. So we have 45 seconds remaining in the first period. Edwards of Loomis Bertrand leading Luther of Kearney Catholic. Talk about sending a freshman. You've, you've done this, Coach. Talk about sending a freshman out there in the district, no matter if he is a stud for his whole life right. or if he's a kid that has just had a good freshman season. Uh, there's there's some jitters. There's a lot of jitters when you go out there. He did a nice job of fighting off that, that chicken wing. That was pretty deep wing that uh, – Edwards had in there, and now he's working on a head lever with him as well. He's done a good job of controlling that arm and keeping Luther down on the mat. Still 4 nothing, getting into short time, and then back over in the Taking consolation match. back over match. again. Got the wing and worked him over. Trouble now for Luther as he has been near gets, counted, and there the is the stick. Got him tilted, and he gets the pin at 156. Trevin Edwards of Lumis Bertrand. Uh. Will be our first champion here today. Luther now 37 and 7. Edwards 34 and 4. Russell got himself out of trouble and then put himself right back in there. He got up on top and tried to hit a twister to maybe get some points quickly and wound up putting himself on his back and giving up the pin. So Lane Russell ends up getting pinned in 203, and that's what will happen at the 106-pound consolation match. Now at 113 pounds. Here's a case where you've got a Casey Benavides at 113 pounds, where we told you earlier he has not wrestled since January 11th. He still comes in as the top seed. And Zach Dickow from Highline, Elwood Eustace Farnham, is an undefeated junior. But Benavides, 33-1 on the season, and he was the state champion last year at 106 pounds. For Dickow, he finished sixth in Class D at 106. We had Loomis Bertrand has uh, Jacob Hilmer, I believe it is, going for third and fourth down there on the consolation match against Muser from Hershey. Again, a good match up there as well. Talk about being undefeated and getting into a little trouble at any point. You, if you're undefeated, there's very few times throughout the year, Coach, where you find yourself in trouble, and Dickow has been taken down yep. here 30 seconds in. Got himself back out there. I, I thought uh, Benavides had that fireman's pretty tight and looked like he's going to get some back points out of it, but Dick, I was able to get his hips up and get himself out in front and squared up so he gets a new start in the center. 
I know Bridgeport has been in this far west district forever, but I know somebody like Amherst, Highline, some of the schools uh, pretty uh, impressed. Even some of the folks from Ord today were talking about how good Bridgeport was, somebody you yeah. just don't see very often. Yeah, they, they, they've really improved over the last couple of years. I mean, they've had some good kids that have come through, and they've really gotten what I want to say. Oh, Dick out. Oh. They got some kids that have really come on and wrestled well all the way through the matches. Dickow about flopped him onto his back, but Benavides catches it, and now he's got Dickow in trouble. He's got the five count, three near fall. Dickow brings his head up out of there. He may get some rotation here if he can get his hips up, get his hips up off the mat. He might have, get him in trouble here. Dickow's got, got the reversal, yeah. Yeah. Just kept working that, kept getting his hips up, kept bringing his head up. He's down 5-2, but he did a good job of getting his hips up out of there and getting some separation again so he could get cleared through in the top. No score in the first period of the consolation between Helmer of Loomis-Bertrand and Muser of Hershey. Uh, Helmer, a 26-10 and 10 senior, and Muser, a 30-5 and 5 senior, so Hershey would tend to get the nod in that one, but scoreless here as they're underway in the second period. And we're down to 15 seconds to go in the first period of the championship. Benavides of Bridgeport leading Dickow of Highline 5-2 to two with eight seconds to go. That's unusual to see. we got, what, three seniors and a junior in this weight class in the finals at 113. You don't usually see that very often. There's usually a freshman or sophomore in there someplace that's come up along the way. But these guys have been really, really controlling wrestlers throughout this tournament. All four of them have really controlled this weight class. And time runs out here in the opening period. So Casey Benavides of Bridgeport. With a takedown and a near fall, Dickow got out of there, and it's 5-2 Benavides. Benavides will take bottom here to start the second period. Up next, Trey Gary of Broken Bow, Matt Bruns of Hershey, Chris Williams-Valentine, Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow. That should be a dandy yeah, again. Wow. A lot of, these are fun matches to watch. It's like getting a preview of the state tournament. Now, Dickow's got a nice chicken wing set up here, and he's running, running pretty hard on Benavides. Got him flat, and he's working it hard. High line with the uh, two wrestlers in the finals. Of course, Connor Schutz, we talked about, is going to have to take on Chase Olson of Valentine. Schutz is also undefeated. Stepping over the head here. Uh, just about. Just not quite able to get that. He's got to get that. There he goes. Now he's got that other arm tied up. He may be able to get that shoulder turned under so he can get it to run him around. Benavides is strong. Boy, yes, he's he showing is. his strength right here, and he fights it off again as Dickow kind of always weird to have a couple guys undefeated in the room and if that's the case usually you see them right next to each other right. they're workout partners but you don't have that here you got 113 yeah. and 160 yeah. <clears throat> that is unusual to have that big of a gap in between there like i said usually when you see them down in state they're walking behind each other when they walk in the parade to champions when you have kids like that so it's kudos to the elwood co- or to the highline coaching staff sorry for being able to to get those kids to this point without having that deep of a room to work with that's pretty impressive well, Dickow working so hard to get the turn, may have just about gotten himself into about, some trouble. Yeah. Thought Benavides was going to get the reversal, but they say no. They'll yep. come off the mat. And Dickow stayed with it, kept hustling through that, and was able to get the head and pull him back over the top because it looked like he was going to come through and score. So, No score change here in the second period. Benavides chose bottom, hasn't been able to get out. 34 seconds to go in the second. Still 5-2 Benavides over Zach Dickow of Highline. And over in the consolation match, as it is still scoreless. Two, nope, there's, two, a t- there's the takedown finally. Yeah. 2 nothing now. Muser of Hershey getting the takedown over Hilmer. They did start neutral in the second period. Yes. 
Down to 15 seconds to go. I'll tell you, I, I know that uh, Dickow hasn't been able to score yet in this period, but it, I'll tell you what, this wearing him down with that tight waist and riding him in, it will take the air out of him. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next period. Right shoulder has taken Just, a workout here yep. for Benavides. Yeah, he has really worked him over on that side. So no score. The period comes to an end, but Dickow able to ride out Benavides. Now can he do something off bottom? He was already taken down in the first and got a reversal, but he's going to need more than that. Benavides up 5-2 to two here as Dickow does choose bottom to start the third. Benavides throws in a leg to try to ride him here and get a little bit of riding time, get some, maybe get some, some energy back after that second period because trying to bring it up over the top. He got himself a little bit high. He got in a little bit of a hurry there. Dickow can get his arm through between the waist. He might be able to bring him over the top and, and score a reversal here. But the clock just continues to run. Yep. They haven't moved more than a foot from yeah. the initial whistle. They're still right on the insignia in the center of the Hershey mat here. You're yeah. listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Elwood, and Amherst in the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, located in Kearney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. Benavides has done a good job of elevating with his hip <clears throat> once he gets up on top. You know, Dickow's got his hips down on the gotten his hips down on the mat. He just can't can't get that separation to get the arm cleared through and get himself in a position to come up out of there. He's really working that base on that far leg. Yep. And yep. cross face back to the back yeah. here is Dickow and now he ends up on uh, his belly. Surprised he didn't get any count out of that. He, he took him too. Took him did a nice cross face there, brought him right back to the mat. And now he's getting a little bit high. Dickow's getting ahead here. He might be able to pull it underneath. If he can pull this underneath, he might be able to pin him defensively. Only 40 seconds to go, though, in the there, match. There he's, well, he's working his way through. Just got to get that leg cleared out, keep stepping back. Oh, Benavides does a nice job getting his weight readjusted now, so he's back on top and got him basically flat. And yeah. we're going to get a stalemate. With just 25 seconds to go, Benavides of Bridgeport, a 5-2 lead over undefeated Zach Dickow of Highline. Again, one of those that we... Got the two counts, so he's right now he's gonna win this match four two. And did it all basically in short time. Jacob Hillman of Lewis Bertrand knocking off Hershey's Gage Muser by a score of four to two to take third place at 113 pounds and over here. No score in the second or third period. Casey Benavides, by virtue of able to turn Dickow in the first period, is going to win it by a score of 5-2. to two. So Benavides, the defending state champ at 106, defeats Zach Dickow, his first loss of the year. And uh, that was just two really good wrestlers going at it. Yes, Benavides it just wouldn't give anything up. Dickow um, had some good move, but just nothing came out of that it. That was good a score. very well-wrestled match by both wrestlers. I mean, a lot of good things that happened in there, and those are two guys that will be on the medal stand next week in Omaha as well, I'm pretty sure. I'd, old Hilmer down there, that was a nice, I think, what, 13 seconds left when he got the reversal and the back points. Just really just kept grinding away at it and was able to score late. Then Hilmer ranked seventh, according to any wrestling, and Muser of Hershey ranked fifth, so we had four of the top seven in that weight class here in our district. 120, a little bit lighter uh, with just uh, Trey Gary, uh, and they're just going to do a walkover. Trey Gary is going to win by forfeit here over Matt Bruns of Hershey, who he's already beaten earlier this year. So let's take a break here from some of our fine sponsors. We'll be back with more live coverage of the C4 District Wrestling Meet after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Doug Judinary Trampy back with you here in Hershey, the C4 District Wrestling Meet. Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand at 106, a pin in 156. Casey Benavides of Bridgeport, 5-2 over Zach Dickow of Highline. Trey Gary of Broken Bow, a walkover forefoot against Matt Bruns of Hershey. And then we had a couple of real exciting uh, one finish and one move here as we move into 126 in the third-place match over there, too, Coach. Yeah, third-place match. We got uh, Shields from Amherst and Smith from uh, from Highline going right now. In the previous one, I think the Bridgeport kid got a quick pin against got a pin against the uh, Valentine kid in the finals. I think those lures against Cooper is who those two were that were wrestling down there. Now we got Shields and Smith going at each other. I'm sure they've seen each other before this year. And then down here in the championship match, uh, Casey Falkenberry able to get a just like a Head Hill turned it into inside cradling was a low leg cradling was able to put uh, Williams on his back, which that's that's a pretty big, pretty big putting somebody on your back at that stage. No kidding. One versus two, one versus two, and it's already four to nothing. Uh, broken Bow Falkenberry's only loss of the year coming uh, to Williams. Last year Williams was the state champ at 113. Falkenberry was fifth at 126 pounds. Shields in Class D was fourth at 120 pounds last year. He's currently ranked sixth. And he is trying to pick up the first points of the match, and we'll do it here, 2-0. Yep, nice double leg. He just stayed on that blast double leg and drove through it. I tell you, they turned the corner really nicely on that. Sometimes those kids get on the double leg and sit there. He just kept the feet moving, turned the corner, and was able to get the finish on that match. Timmy Smith on a high line, 28-13, and 13, wrestled a really good match in the heartbreak round mm-hmm. just to get into the state tournament. We are done in the first period over here between uh, Falkenberry and Williams, and it'll be 4 to nothing Falkenberry as we go to the second period, and they have elected to go both up. Casey liked what happened at the start of the first period. Yeah, he liked it enough. He goes it again to get himself back in that position. Got a little blood time over there in the Shields-Smith match. Shields up by a score of a 2 to nothing. Falkenberry's and- back in on that front headlock again, working to try to turn that into a cradle. He beat him by major decision when they met earlier this season. That does not look to be in the cards right now. He's just trying to find a way to get some points. 
Yeah, Hulkenberry just really looks looks strong right now. I mean, I know he missed the first part of the season with some injuries, and he just looks like he's coming into form again right now. But he's wrestling a really good, really solid match because Williams is an extremely good wrestler, and he's he's making it look a little bit easy at this point. I want to remind everyone that the State High School Wrestling Tournament is next Thursday through Saturday in Omaha. We will be live at 5 o'clock Friday night with all of the championship action, nearly four hours of it in the semifinals, which is kind of the big one uh, to get into the parade of champions. And, of course, reports throughout all three days. This year, classes B and C have the opening round, so these wrestlers here today will have the 9.30 matches, and then A and D get going at 4. Shields has a pretty good chicken wing going down there in the third and fourth place match. He's trying to run it. Got chicken wing and a half and trying to run it around. Looks like he's going to get the step in. He's going to get the count now. Over Timmy Smith from high line. 15 seconds to go. Gets him turned. Can Smith fight it off to get to a third period? Shields really got it locked up good with six seconds. Yeah, and Mark small. Jensen slaps the mat, says that's it. In two minutes and 56 seconds, Isaiah Shields of Amherst takes third place at 126 pounds to improve to 39 and 8. Smith now 28 and 14 as the senior heads to state. Back over the championship, they have wrestled on their feet, but it's been very aggressive this entire second period. But Terry Trampy with me, Doug Duda. Falkenberry still seems to have been controlling it, and then here in the last few seconds, yep. Williams has finally started to kind of be the aggressor, but he is going to run out of time. We're going to go to the third period. It'll be a Williams's choice down 4-0. Yeah, it, it looks like uh, Williams stepped up his game a little bit there in the last 20 seconds of that period to try to maybe take some of that starch out of Falkenberry. Now he's going to choose top, so he must feel comfortable up there. I think he, he's a strong cradler, good with the legs, and I'm sure that's where he wants to be at because Falkenberry, when the process was already getting himself set before he even made the choice, I think he knew what was coming. So, which is probably why he chose neutral in the second period, to avoid being down there. So we'll, we'll see if he can get out. Yeah, because uh, Williams couldn't get out after being taken down off the opening whistle, and there, there was no takedown here. And how about that? He almost like got that, him turned. Got, got one count on that. Had, a, had him turned for a count with the legs and just pulls him right back into his lap and just makes that look so easy. And it's really, that's not easy to do. There has not been a stall, and I think that'll be awful key here because as this gets inside a minute, if it remains 4 nothing, Falkenberry can maybe start to do that a little bit. Yeah, he can maybe maybe just keep himself back and keep keep his distance so he doesn't get tossed and give up the big big throw. But what's what's the what's the uh, what's the correct way to say that, coach? Because you no one ever stalls, right? No, no, you're not stalling. The correct way to say that is you're just protecting yourself from giving up the big throw. You're going to protect yourself from giving up big points at the end and and uh, making the match exciting for the other guy. And it's amazing how many times you say that you get kids so used to getting in and battling with people and they're ahead by. Two points with three seconds left, five seconds, and they still tie up with somebody and they just need to stay away from them. So sometimes you can coach kids too well about being aggressive on their feet. And it's, uh, Falkenberry has done a nice job here of not getting turned because those, he's had that. Williams has had those legs in tight and has really stretched him out while well, we come back to him again. So like, roll through to it, and there's the leg. Now he's got underneath. Now Falkenberry got himself underneath the leg this time. He might give himself a chance to get out of there. One minute to go, and it's Falkenberry of Broken Bow leading Williams and Valentine 4 to nothing. All the scoring came in the first 15 seconds. Falkenberry hit a shot and took Williams to his back for a two-point near fall, and it's been 4 nothing. They wrestled on their feet very aggressively. No score in the second period, and we're down to 40 seconds here in the third. Williams chose top. He actually turned Falkenberry right off the third period whistle, but only got a one count. 
Yeah, he's just he's really controlled this whole period and stuff. And, and Falkenberry's done a nice job of fighting everything off because Williams is throwing pretty much everything at him that he can. I mean, it just he did a nice job when Falkenberry got underneath that. It looked like he was going to come out the back, and Williams threw a leg in on the other side and was able to stretch him out and then had him a little bit of trouble with that arm trap. Falkenberry, is, he's no stranger to this. He got his arm out of there before it turned into something worse than what it could have been. So, Bryce Abbey blows the whistle on a stalemate, so they'll have to restart here with uh, 23 seconds to go, and it looks like Williams wants to give the alternate. Oh. Tries to oh, go for a toss, but Falkenberry wow. caught him. Yeah, came out front, tried to hit a twister with it. Falkenberry was able to stop him. Now Williams is coming up through. Williams got a reversal on him. And he may get, he's got him in trouble. He's got Falkenberry in trouble. He may get the fall here. Eight seconds. Four seconds. He gets oh! the fall with three seconds left of the match. Oh, my. Oh, my. Falkenberry had gotten the, the, the takedown, the reversal, and the two near fall. And Williams hit a high bridge, came up out of that high bridge up over the top and was able to get the fall with two seconds left. My gosh. 5.58 the time of the pin. Falkenberry looked like he had it with Ooh. 23 seconds to go in the match. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. Falkenberry comes over to his coach, Ed Schaaf, and he actually has a smile on yeah. his face. He knows he wrestled well, and I'm going to tell you what, I want to see that again next I, Saturday. I, I would like to see that matchup again next Saturday because that was a really good matchup between two very, very good kids. Wow. What you just don't see that happen, even from a number one guy where he decides to go alternate start and then he gets almost thrown to his back and is yeah. able to hit one with 10 seconds left and get the pin. Yeah, he was nearly he was nearly pinned himself when that happened. I thought, I thought he was going to get pinned. I bridged through that. I was, that was impressive to just see that never quit, and that's why, he's, that's why he's ranked number one, too. He just never quit on things. That's unbelievable. So Chris Williams of a Valentine uh, gets to 30 uh, gets to 40 and 2 Falkenberry both of his losses I guess you can say this one was a lot closer than the last one yeah so we move on now to 132 pounds number one Quentin Frank of Amherst against number two Colton Rouse of Ord in the consolation match it's Chris Felder of Carney Catholic against Tobin Olson of Valentine Felder should be the favorite there and Frank 38 and 3 sophomore Rouse a 37 and 1 senior and he's looked dominant over this last month of the season Yep, he had a nice shot in there on a single leg, but Frank was able to turn that into a almost an inside cradle. Got the head and the ankle, and I'm not sure how Rouse got out of that because he really had him in a lot of trouble. So just a lot of action on their feet between these two, and they're just continually shooting. So this might be one of those matches where our eyeballs get tired watching these two go at it because they're moving pretty hard right now. So You're listening to the C4 District Wrestling Meet here on Power 99. As we said, Carney was setting in real good shape First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Quentin Frank coming with the big, big pickup here. Yep, 15 seconds left in the period. That's a good time to score. Those late scores are hard to, hard to, re- hard to get back. Over in the consolation match. A lot of action going on here. Carney Catholic and Feldner able to get the escape in the second period. He leads it 1-0 over Olsen of Valentine. 
And we'll be at the end of the first period here at 132 pounds in the championship. Quentin Frank leading Colton Rouse by a score of two to nothing. The all-important flip going to be deferred by Ord, and Frank will take bottom. And again, this is one of those times where we talk about how good Amherst is on top, yeah. about as good as anybody in the state, regardless of class. And so yeah. Rouse has got to find something here in this second period because just taking down in the third doesn't mean nope. maybe mean anything. Nope. Looks like Feldner's in on a good shot. He's trying to work his way through. If he can clear his head out, he'll have the takedown. If he can get that head cleared out of there, and he does. Gets the head cleared out. Now he's got he's got Olsen in trouble. He's got back points coming here. He's got the arm control and got him tight. Rouse riding here with a spiral ride on the And uh, Feldner does get the fall. So there you go. A pin for Carney Catholic and Joseph Feldner able to take third place here today at 132 pounds in just about two minutes, just a little under two minutes. An escape now here by Quentin Frank with a minute 15 to go in the second period, and Frank of Amherst leads Rouse of Ord in the 1-2 match at 132 by a score of 3 to nothing. I'll tell you, Frank, watching him wrestle in the semifinals and watching him wrestle now, it looks like he's found another gear for this finals. I, I, did, I didn't see, in the, didn't see in, the, in the semifinals, but, boy, he's picked it up here and really is aggressive on his feet. Yeah, Frank had that 2-1 win. Over Olsen, who just got right. pinned and took fourth place, but it was only 2-1. to one. Rouse uh, was able to pin Feldner in 4.56. He controlled the entire match, but Feldner wrestled him well. And then, as you see, we just saw in the 132 champion, or 126 championship, it can turn in a, in a hurry. hurry. Yeah, it can turn in a big hurry here. So, Frank was second in Class D at 126 pounds last year. Uh, Rouse qualified for state this was a loaded 132 pounds because feldner of carney catholics ranked fourth and olsen seventh so in on a shot now on a single leg keep moving his hips around moves his hips around change it off to a double oh a nice nice wizard toss by frank on that to counter that he had him, had him got around on the double leg was lifting him up and frank stayed on a wizard and just not sure how he tossed him when his feet were off the mat but he was able to do it usually Superman. doesn't happen yeah, <laughs> usually Superman. does not happen with those in those situations, we're down the last 10 seconds in this th- second period. When we get a little farther down here at that 182 pounds, saw one of the better splatals I'd ever seen yeah. earlier today, Trevor Peterson from Chase County, when he beat Cole Stork by the... I had to just double-check with the coaches to make sure that's what it was. He yeah. actually left the entire mat. I, I called it Spider-Man. Yeah, it was it was incredible to watch. It, there, like I said, there's just been some incredible wrestling. The semifinals were loaded with talent. So we go to the end of the second period here. The only point was Frank getting the escape, and Colton Rouse has taken bottom here. But Frank of Amherst leading it 3 to nothing over Colton Rouse of Ord. And again, Rouse comes in with just that one loss so far on the season. Frank, 38-3, and three, and we know some of the competition he's seen. They wrestled Carney high. They've wrestled up a little bit this year. Yep. And that just seasons you for something like this, too. I mean, it gets you ready for the state meet, and that's where you want to be at. Looks like Frank's trying to get a leg in here and, and ride the legs a little bit and burn some time off the clock down about a minute and a half left in the match. Not much action happening right now. Just kind of sitting where we're at. You hear the coaching going on here telling him to sit back right here. Rouse trying to back his way out of this and yep. no possible reversal, but Frank, yep. there's the escape. Got the escape. So now we're down to a two-point match. See what happens here with a minute left in the match. So they'll <laughs> wrestle on their feet for the first time since the first period. Rouse down 3-1. to One, one minute to go in the match against Frank of Amherst. They are on the Frank's edge of the match. a good shot. Steps out of bounds. 
Restart in the middle of the mat. 54 seconds to go. Frank had the takedown in period number one. Rouse needs one to tie it up. Gotta create a little separation here, I think, in order to get in on some of the shots. We're just tied up a little bit, and both guys are tied up. It's pretty hard to shoot through that collar tie when your head's down underneath there for either guy. It's hard to shoot through. So you either got to get some movement, get a throw by or something. There's a drag out by by Frank. Comes out behind him. He doesn't well, not able to not able to cover him on the mat. We got 30 seconds left. This has been some smart left. wrestling out there. Yes, Frank's making sure most of this is on the edge of the mat. Yep. Rouse has done a good job of uh, circling and keeping it in, but now it's down to 20 seconds and a restart with 17 seconds. So you're in that now. you got yep. a gamble mode. Oh, yeah, and, and if you don't get it, you get beat 5-1 to one instead of 3-1. to one. That's better than going, you know, getting beat 3-1 to one and not taking a chance out. you got to take a chance on something here, and if you get it, you get yourself to overtime and then work from there. He got in, got in just on the boundary again. So, yep. Like you said, Frank's done a good job getting himself toward that line to use that as his, as his last line of defense. Trying to get that underhook for a throw. Just, ew, Can't get it done. Boy, just about there. Can't about get there. it done. Good chai by Rouse and Quentin Frank of Amherst. 3-1 to one over Colton Rouse of Ord in our first of five, second of five, one versus two matchups in. Again, could see these guys face yeah. off in the championship next week. Uh, but no doubt about it, Quentin Frank wrestled way he, better in this match. Oh, and yeah. maybe it was what Olsen did to him in the semis, yeah. but way better than he did in the semis. Yeah, he, in the semis, he looked like he was struggling a little bit. But, boy, he looked like he was in control. we got to walk over here at 138. Uh, so we will not get to see the three-time defending state champion, Gage Kolakowski uh, of Valentine wrestle Austin Cole of Broken Bow says uh, let's let's wait maybe we'll see each other in Omaha so there you go that'll take us to the uh, consolation match now and we've got to Mitchell versus Bridgeport so that'll give us a chance to take a break here from some more of our fine sponsors when we come back uh, we will have Garrett Cluthy of Ord and Tryon Calaros of Arcadia Loop City coming up at 152. What I think could be the match of the day at 160. Chase Olson of Valentine, number one, against number two, an undefeated Connor Schutz of Highline. And then uh, later on from our area, Jesse Drahota of Ravenna, cousin Lathan Duda of Broken Bow, Ethan Gabriel of Ord will take on Drew Bogart of Amherst, Jaron Potts of Amherst will take on Kiefer Anderson of Bow, and then the heavyweights for the third time this year, <coughs> James. Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City against C.J. Hoban of Ord. We are at the C4 District Meet, plus some updates from around the area. Stay with us. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. 
Landmark Implement, your local John Deere dealer, is hosting their annual planter clinic at the Adams County Fairgrounds in Hastings, February 18th, 19th, and 20th. The planter clinic offers expansive equipment training and important information on new and updated technology for this planting season. Learn more about AMS documentation and guidance, row unit and meter settings, and soil moisture monitoring options. Join us February 18th through the 20th in Hastings and experience the landmark difference. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mark pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. With our producer-engineer Stacy Johns and uh, Hall of Famer coach Derry Trampy, who the folks at Amherst might know a little bit about. Yes, it's that Derry Trampy. I'm Doug Duda <laughs> here on Classic Hits Power 99. We're in the Carney Towing and Prayer broadcast booth in Hershey at the C4 District Wrestling Meet, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. They're headed to the finals in the A4 at Lincoln East. And for Carney High, they have a 10-point lead over Lincoln East. They'll be up. Round there. Let's take a look at our team total right here as uh, we take a look at Valentine, 161 and a half. Amherst has 139 points. Broken Bow, 130 and a half. Bridgeport, fourth with 120 points. Ord is fifth with 107. And then Kearney Catholic now seventh with 71. Lewis Bertrand, eighth. Arcadia Loop City is setting in ninth. Again, right now a couple of matches going on on the mat that do not to concern uh, the wrestling uh, in our area, so we're taking a look at what else is going on around the state. In the uh, B1, it is Bennington continuing to lead going into the final round. 162 points is uh, what they had uh, going into this round, and uh, Aurora was setting in a third place. Uh, right now, Aurora's closed the gap a little bit. Bennington, as they've just got going, 166, Lakeview 155, and Aurora has 150 going on around the state. We want to remind you tomorrow here on Power 99, it is the uh, Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Once again, we'll have area coaches and uh, qualifying wrestlers in studio and uh, via interview on the phone uh, starting at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. They're getting into the finals in the uh, B2 district, which is going on in Blair today, where Hastings High and Adams Central are at. They've just got to the 113-pound uh, match. Adams Central has moved from 6th to 4th with 99 points. Hastings will win it. They've got 226. Blair is 2nd with 138 points. Uh, in that. Uh, so many things to look at. We will continue to do that. Pierce looks like they're going to win the uh, B3 District Wrestling Tournament where Grand Island Northwest uh, is competing. Pierce 161, Northwest 140, Central City 129. But again, they've just gotten the finals underway. They've got the 120 uh, pounders out there on the mat. The B4 is going on out at Scott's Bluff and Gehring as they are still midway through the heartbreak round, right at about 145 pounds. Gehring has 141 points, Lexington 117. 
Then you take a look at uh, other teams from the area. Holdridge is sixth with 70 points. Minden is 10th with 54. And Kozad sets in 12th with 44. Unfortunately, Minden, who did qualify for the state duels, has to wrestle in Class B. They finally uh, have the numbers up down there for the Whippets, and then they'll have to go out and uh, wrestle in, the, yeah. in Class B. <clears throat> and going out that West District again is a, is a pretty tall order. Lexington's got a really nice team this year. We've got the C1 going on uh, as we uh, continue here from uh, Hershey. Archbishop Bergen, the Centennial Conference champions, they have 155.5 points to Fillmore Central's 130 points. Wood River, the only team from our area there, they're in eighth place with 92 points for head coach Darren Waddington. The Class C2 district is going on at St. Paul, and David City, 202 points, leads it as they are just about ready to uh, head into the final round. They're just wrapping up the uh, heartbreak round of the consolation semifinals. David City, 202. Logan View, 173.5. Battle Creek, third with 112.5. St. Paul is fourth with 94. Gibbon is seventh with 60. Donovan Trumbull is tenth with 49 points. And Grand Island Central Catholic setting in uh, 15th over in the C2 at St. Paul. The C3 district meet going on today. That is uh, seeing Aquinas lead it with 207 points. Conestoga, 132 points, is in second. As far as our area, Sutton is 11th with uh, 41 points. We do have the Heartland Hoops Classic going on on ESPN 1460 and 1550. All day long, all eight games. Uh, The first few games are in the book right now. Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur leading Hastings high, 41-40 going into the fourth quarter. Of course, BRLD, the defending champs, undefeated number one in C2. Earlier today, Kearney beating out Michael 73-50. UTAN over Elm Creek 67-47. And Fall City Sacred Heart beat uh, Fullerton 47-38. So let's get back to wrestling action here. Carney Catholic at 145 has put Jackson Dakey out there against Orrin Pozell of Ainsworth. The 145-pound final has number one and two. It is Morgan McGinley of Valentine right now trailing Trevor Widener of Bridgeport 2 to nothing. McGinley had won their first few matches, but Widener won the last time by a single point, and he's got a 2 nothing lead as they go to the second period. Over in the consolation match, uh, Dakey is down two to nothing, but gets an escape to make it two to one, and we're early in the second period. Yeah, Dakey did a nice job coming up off the bottom with that. Uh, <clears throat> this second period, he got up right away, got the escape right away, give himself some time to work and get back in the match. You got him. I'm sorry, I got my microphone down. There we go. <laughs> I can now. You can hear me talking. That first period, uh, Pozel had a. Brazil had a, a takedown, picked him up, and brought him down. Looked like he's going to take him to his back. I'm not sure how he didn't. So I think he's been able to control his hips and stuff while he's in the air. So we're both back on our feet again. See where we get to this period. Again, they, coming up next at 152, Garrett Cluthy of Ord, Tryon Calarose of Arcadia Loop City. I uh, don't think they saw each other. At conference, not at they conference. They no, did at the no, uh, I think yeah, their Dakey gets a takedown to go up three to two. But at the Ord invite, they did wrestle. I think that score was like twelve to ten or something yep. like that. It was a wild and wooly one. So, conference. I think uh, um, Rose was sick during that time, if I remember right. So Dakey gets a takedown, takes a three to two lead, got in a nice single leg, just kept circling up with it, and was able to take him down and able to finish it and get the takedown on Pozil. 
Dakey, 39 and 10 senior. Puzil also a senior, but has only wrestled about three meets this year. He's just 10 and 3. Yeah, he's been injured on and off almost all season. I think he's a former state qualifier for for uh, Ainsworth as well. <clears throat> yep, sixth in the Class D last year for Ainsworth at okay. 145 pounds. So he's a state medalist, but is in danger of going in as a fourth seed, which doesn't necessarily mean you can't medal down there. Right. It just makes it a little tougher. You've yeah. really got to do some work on Friday. Yeah, the, the path is a little bit tougher when you do that. And, of course, it's like everything. It depends on who you draw. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> See who you draw from the other districts and what they have going for them there. So. A four has beaten a one. It just doesn't happen very often. No. And then you've got to win three in a row on Friday to get back into the medal round, which does happen more often than not. Yeah, it really does. I think once you get rolling down there, you know, get through that initial nervousness and you get in those wrestlebacks, you pick up a win, then you start picking up another one, then pretty soon you're feeling like you belong down there, and then the kids start. I've seen that happen more often than I've seen someone. I've seen more kids that win their first match than get beat in the quarterfinals and then get beat again when they drop down. That happens more often probably than the kids than the kids that come back from getting <clears throat> kids that get beat the first round coming back in Madeline. And a lot of those kids do come back through, so... We go back over to the Jackson Dakey match. He's up three to two as they start the third period. Pozeal of Ainsworth takes bottom, gets up real quickly, but uh, Dakey able to break him back down to the mat. A minute forty to go in the match. Still three to two in favor of Dakey, and now it is five to nothing. A widener of Bridgeport has widened his lead and uh, two points here and an escape to make it six to two at the start of the third period. So widener up. By a score of six to two, Dakey had a nice ball and chain going down there, and just got warned for stalling because he wasn't coming off the hips, staying back on the hips a little bit. But I thought he actually had him in pretty good position and looked like he was going to be able to take him, turn him over with it. And he got called for stalling. The match got stopped. And he got called for stalling. What a roll through down here in the McGinley match. <laughs> McGinley of Valentine had Widener almost on his back, and then Widener's able to roll through and actually get the takedown. Yeah, that Widener, is, he's a funky wrestler to watch. I mean, he does a lot of things, and he looks like he's in trouble, and then all at once he's back on top. So not unusual for that to happen in this situation with him. He's got, what, 8-2 lead now over McGinley. So. And something you don't see very often, these guys would have been in the same district last year, and then they wrestled in the state tournament in the third and fourth place match. McGinley beat Widener last year in the third and fourth. And as we said, from the end of last year, districts and state to the beginning of this year, um, McGinley had gotten the better of it, but he's starting to make a comeback. Yeah, got a nice reversal there right away to get that to eight to four. Now he's working to try to turn him. Again, Chris Williams of Valentine and Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow giving us the moment of the finals so yeah. far. Falkenberry up four nothing in the first thirty seconds. All kinds of energy the entire match. It was that way until the final ten seconds, and Williams was able to turn and pin Falkenberry with two seconds to go in a match. Yeah, and that was that was. Still kind of got a little excited watching that thing. It kind of kind of made it anticlimactic to get to the next matches after that. And down here we got a four to three lead. And that's now Jackson Dakey takes the lead back again on a reverse to go up five to four with 25 seconds left in the match. A warning for stalling down here on Widener of Bridgeport, but he can stall this baby out. He's yeah. going to give up a point. He They're going to ding he, him again. He could give up a couple points. I think he'd be good enough as long as he doesn't give up the big move here. And it looks like we're trying to set up for one here. <laughs> Don't know what's going to come out of this, but it looks like uh, uh, McGinley's trying to set up something off the bottom. Now Widener turns that into reversal and may turn it into back points yet. He is going to, well, he had a count. Wow. Final score, Trevor Widener of Bridgeport, 10, 
And Morgan McGinley, the top-ranked wrestler from Valentine, four. And over there in the Dakey match, Jackson is able to hold on for the 5-4 victory and take third at 145 pounds. But back to this 145 uh, final, that's the first number one seed to lose in the finals here today. Yeah, yeah and that's... Uh... Widener just out-wrestled him. I mean, he just out, simply out-wrestled him from the start of the match to the end. I mean, he just he, he looked good on his feet. He moved well on his feet, and he just kept at I think he was a little bit tougher on his feet than McGinley was, and that's where he was able to get the win on that. We're going to get some good ones now uh, from our our <coughs> excuse me our area, too, as Cluthy of Ord, Cattle Rose of Arcadia Loop City to wrestle at 152 pounds. Consolation matches Gordon Rushville, a writ gun against uh, Mankey of Bridgeport. Just about t- just about took out the uh, scores table. And we had a warning. What was that for, Coach? Warning for stalling. I think he I think he uh, warned Calaros for backing up out of bounds after Cluthy got in on a couple underhooks and was moving him. He kept backing up. And then he got to shoot in, and he kind of pulled himself out of bounds to protect himself from giving up the takedown. Now Calaros gets in on a good shot, but Cluthy able to counter with a little sit-through. Now he's coming into a pancake move, takes him over the headlock to his back and has Calaros in real trouble here. Cluthy's got him locked up and plenty of time to finish it. Calaros trying to get off his back, but he is in serious trouble. Yeah, he's, he's got him in trouble here. If he just sits there, doesn't try to overkill on this and just sits and waits him through, you know, now with it being able to pin out of bounds, Cluthy's in a pretty good position here right on that boundary line. Now I see Calaros has hooked the leg over to try to roll through here, but I just don't know if he's going to be able to get out of there or not. Cluthy pushes himself back inbounds a little bit to try to tighten this up a little tighter. Boy, had it tight there for a second. Now they're watching the line, see if his foot steps out. Calaros bridges up. Again, they're just about three inches from being out of bounds here. Cluthy continues to lock him up. They finally do. The one foot finally went out of bounds, which you don't see a lot of referees call that like they should, but that is the correct call. That Once that one foot goes out of bounds, you're out of bounds. If the other guy's shoulders are out of bounds, so... But what a nice move by Cluthy and a heck of a job by Calaros to somehow survive that. 5-0 Cluthy, 30 seconds to go first period. Kind of reminiscent of what we saw Benavides do to Dickow mm-hmm. back at 113. Yeah, that was, uh, I, that, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised that Calaros came off. He had that pretty tight and had it locked up pretty tight. So kudos to him for being able to battle out. And I think Calaros is a strong wrestler. And I think Garrett had said that, that he's an awful strong wrestler. And, just be interesting to see how we finish this match out now with a, with a 5-0 lead. We're looking to tilt him with a two-on-one tilt, and he's getting the back count here, too. It's another three, another two points with a two-on-one tilt there right at the last 10 seconds. So so Cluthy will take a 7-0 lead at the end of the first period over Tryon Calaros of Arcadia Loop City, a 29-6 junior. Cluthy also a junior, 40-3. Last year uh, made it to state but did not place uh, in C, Calaros in D also made it to state, but did not place. Yeah, Cluthy had a tough time at state last year. He lost a one-point match in the first round, then had a pretty sizable lead and got got in a scramble situation, got on his back, and wound up losing a one-point match in the wrestlebacks, which you know, Calaros has a nice nice little sit-out out of that, but Cluthy's able to turn it into a front headlock and keep that keep keep control. Now he's turned it into an inside cradle. Calaros is getting himself out. Cluthy's down on the leg yet, still has control, so there's no points scored yet. And bring him up off the mat. For our uh, fans back home, Lane Shires 
who was a very good wrestler for Carney Catholic and battled injuries all year long. They did put him in the number three seated position. He won an opening round match last night, but then uh, today had to medically forfeit out of the tournament. So uh, Shires, the uh, senior, will uh, end his career. Uh, Shires had uh, qualified for state last year at 138 pounds, but unable to go today. Yeah, he had that, that match yesterday. He came down hard from, you know, the kid, kid that he was wrestling from Mitchell, bought him up off the mat and bought him down pretty hard. And I'd heard, understood he had a rib injury before that they had done some surgery on and, and worked with him from there. And, well, he just couldn't continue after that. He just, he, he was in a lot of hurt. <clears throat> well, Calarose finally able to get the escape here. Uh, Calarose getting the escape to uh, get us to a 7-1 lead with uh, 40 seconds to go in the second period. Garrett Cluthy uh, up 7-1, had him on his back early in the first period, and Calarose was able to survive. You know, Calarose has been on some shots, but he's leaving that arm hang up there, and Cluthy's able to underhook it and just pass him by. And, I mean, he's really wrestled a pretty smart match, knowing uh, evidently he's learned a little bit from when he wrestled him the last time because he's really countering the shots and stuff that he's been taking here late, getting himself in good position. I, I don't think I've seen Garrett throw as many attempts as he's throwing here, and he's, he's really gotten Calaros in trouble a couple of times when they got him on caught him on the side of his hip and able to take him over. So, Got the restart here with just 16 seconds to go in the second period. And on a shot here, Rouse, kind of a weak shot, just enough to show just, some aggression. Just to be busy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. That'll be the end of the period. Calaros has escaped the only points that we saw, so it's 7-1. to Garrett Cluthy award as we go to the third period. A reminder as Cluthy will take bottom to start the third. We are at the state wrestling meet Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Live coverage of the semifinal round uh, here on Power 99 begins at 5 on Friday night. Sub-district basketball begins on Monday. We will have the C-110 girls this week and boys next week from Kearney High. Monday night at 6, Minden will play Gibbon. And then Tuesday, Kearney Catholic will play the winner of the Monday game at 5.30, followed by Adams Central and Southern Valley with the championship on Thursday. So we're back to action here as we take a look at uh, what's going on in the consolation match. Uh, if you're listening in just to hear the DC4, Mankey of Bridgeport, a 4-3 lead over Ritgard of Gordon Rushville with 30 seconds to go in the match. And then let's uh, turn it around. 6-4 now, 6-5. <clears throat> an escape, a takedown, an escape, 6-5. Six, 6-5 five. Six, five with 25 seconds left. we got a minute, minute, little over a minute left here in the third period. We're still 7-1. Cluthy's out, got out, but uh, Calrose was able to keep that front headlock locked up and keep him from scoring. But <clears throat> Calrose has got to start looking for something big here in a hurry. I mean, it's got to be able to look to get him to his back. I just don't think there's enough time to be able to ride him with the two-on-one or ride him with the tight waist and, and trying, to, trying to work from there. Cluthy just it keeps his head up, keeps building up enough to look busy and make himself look like he's going to be work through there. It looks like Mankey gets the win down there 8-5 to five on the third consolation match. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, along with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth on Power 99 from the C4 District Wrestling Meet in Hershey, KKPR-FM, uh, Carney, Arcadia, and Ord in the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our winners today have been the number one seeds until uh, 145. Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand Pin Sam Luther of Carney Catholic in 156. Got a hammer lock here. Now he's able to get up out of it, get up to his feet. Now Cluthy clears and gets the escape. <clears throat> so now it just comes down to a possible throw. Calarose yeah. is going to have to set him up. He's already tried to get the double underhook. 
Yeah, he's got to he's got to go for something big here. This is the time to take a chance on something. If you're Calaros, you got to kind of open up and take a chance. And if you're Cluthy, you got to basically just back up. I, there's no need there's no need to get yourself tied up in here with 10 seconds left in a match and an 8-1 lead. You don't need to, you know, you can give up a point of two takedown if you need to, but you don't want to give up you don't want to give up a pin. Calaros in on the single, but that will not be finished before time escapes. And Garrett Cluthy aboard. 12 to 10 a couple of weeks ago at the Ord Invite, and today wins it by a score of 8 to 1 over Tryon Calaros of Arcadia Loop City. Again earlier, it was Tevin Edwards of Lucas Bertrand, Pink, Sam Luther, Carl. For Matt Bruns of Hershey. Chris Williams down four to nothing with 30 seconds, 23 seconds to go. Pins Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow in 558. Quentin Frank of Amherst a 3 1 win over Colton Rouse of Ord. And now, what I think could be the best match of the day, and now that we've already had a couple of really good ones, they'll have to do something, but it's one versus two at 160. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to take something to upstage some of those other matches that we'd seen earlier today, but it, this, is, this is definitely a highlight match here when you got. Uh, undefeated wrestler with a wrestler with two losses. It's a defend and Olson, I believe, is a defending state champion from last year. Am I correct? Second, 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 second last year. Second at 145 in C and Schutz was fourth in Class D at 152. And again, as you said, this is one where the undefeated wrestler uh, is not the number one seed. So Olson of Valentine, Schutz of Highline, and actually Schutz is going for career win number 100 uh, as a junior. This would be a good place to get it. If you're going to get a career win 100 either here or the state finals are nice places to get those. Absolutely. His teammate, Zach Dickow, got beat 5-2 by Benavides for his first loss. And on a single leg here is going to be Olsen. Looks for the trip and can't get the job done. They'll fall out of bounds. Restart a minute gone. Shuts did a nice job of getting out of that because uh, uh, Olsen had that shelved up on the hip and was able to pick it up off the mat and get him up in the air. And I thought he was going to be able to finish that and... Uh, Schutz was able to get himself out of that and get him back in back in neutral position to have a shot again. So, Well, Olsen has pinned his first three opponents here at Districts, winning the semifinal over Vincent in 55 seconds. Schutz got out over a very good Jace win of Perkins County early on, and then it was 7-4. to four. The final gave up a couple of points very late in the match, and those two guys, uh, Vincent and Witt, are over here yep. wrestling for third and fourth. Yeah, well, Perkins County is one of those teams, too, that I'm impressed with what their coach has done down there. Because they're certainly a lot stronger team than they were three four years ago. So he's done a nice job. In the, I think he started there a couple of years ago, and he's done a nice job in the last two years of bringing that program along and getting more kids out, getting them interested, in, and then getting some results from them as well. So. Yeah, followed up with uh, Coach Wells did, who went to and someone. We're Broken Bow's going to get a couple of kids yeah. that are state-rated uh, from Myrna on their team next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference, doesn't it? At least I assume that's what's going to happen. Uh, I suppose the kids could stay and, and go to Myrna, but why not come over with Pop the Broken Bow? And we yeah. have had a scoreless first period here between Chase Olson of Valentine and Connor Schutz of Highline. And Olson really kind of was dictating the pace that right. entire first period. Yeah, I, I think Schutz did more countering and Olson did more of the attacking here. And this is going to be important here. In a match like this, the first person to score. So I, you saw that Olson did not defer on that choice. He went ahead and chose bottom so he could get that first score in the match is what he was looking for. And he did pick that up with an escape. So It didn't take him very long to do it. So they're back on their feet here. Olson of Valentine leading it by a score of one to nothing. Again, that third and fourth place match. Vincent actually has the two Nothing lead over Wid uh, midway through the second period. Restart here in the championship. Jesse Drahota of Ravenna 
and Josh Warren of Bridgeport will be next at 170. And there's Shuts a shot good, by yeah. Schutz on a single. And on a good single leg. Same thing. He's kind of got that shelved up there now. And I'll tell you what, that's why these guys are where they're at because those are good counters off of really good shots. You'd finish those nine times out of ten and uh, just not able to get in and finish that shot on him. He had it picked up. He had him in good, good position to finish here. And now Olsen's back in on a turns a single leg into Fireman's little dump. Nice whizzer, nice whizzer counter by Schutz to keep that from from turning into a takedown. I thought he had him in trouble there on the edge, and Schutz was able to get the whizzer and able to get his hips back up. So Restart. They keep going to the edge of the mat here. A minute to go in the second period. The escape earlier in the period by Chase Olson has him a one nothing lead over Highline, Elwoods, Connor Schutz. Schutz again wanting to work low, and it looks like it doesn't matter for Olson. Yeah. I'll tell you what, with these guys, the one thing that they both have that's hard to coach, and that's good hip presence. I mean, both of them have gotten themselves out of bad situations just by getting their hips up, not letting them sit on the mat. And that's that's the one thing that's really hard to coach. <laughs> I think the kids sometimes have it. There, there's a nice change of direction by Olsen to pick up the takedown. Got in on the single, got him down, and powers right through it. So 20 seconds to go here in the second period. And number one, Chase Olsen of Valentine leading shots by a score. Of three to nothing again. Connor is 38 and 0 a junior. Olson, the experienced senior, 42 and 2, a state runner-up last year. And it looks like time will expire here with the second period. Chase Olson of Valentine, three. Connor shuts of Highline, nothing. They'll go to the third. Shuts will get his choice, and he's pretty much got to take bottom. Yeah. yeah, he's got to look to get himself an escape and then pick up a takedown. I wonder how many times Olsen's been taken down. Uh, not very many. <laughs> he does, does have a couple of losses, obviously, yeah. because of what they've what they've went through and the, yeah. the competition that they see. Yeah, they run a pretty solid schedule, too, to, to make sure that their kids see a lot of variety before they get into that state meet, and that's why they've been a perennial state power here for the last several years. So, yeah, Schutz, just, he's got to get some movement, get some separation right now. Olsen is really riding him tough. And that's typical of the Valentine wrestling style. I mean, they will ride you tough on top of that spiral ride, and they'll take arms away and just keep your face down on the mat. Makes it really difficult to score. <clears throat> so Schutz got to find a way to get off bottom. 30 seconds is left is here. A stalemate call down here. Going to give him a new start. Working on a little bit of an internet issue here, so stay with us. Shuts quick off the whistle. Nice nice switch attempt. Just wasn't able to quite get the arm cleared out and was pulled him back in, but <clears throat> good movement there, a good series of movements there, and good good following by on uh, good following on top by Olson. Did a nice job of following the hips and keeping him where he needed to be. Got a winner down on the consolation mat. It looks like uh, Vincent from Gordon Rushville picks up a 4-2 win over Witt of Perkins County. That's a pretty big win, too. As we said, 22-13. and 13. Vincent, 21-4. and Witt. Somebody's going to get a bad draw when they yeah. get Witt down at the state yeah, tournament. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a tough draw for somebody down there because Witt is, Witt is a very solid wrestler. I've... We come back over here to the championship match. Still, Olsen of Valentine riding out shuts here of Highline. And he's got him pretty spread out with 35 seconds to go, pretty yeah, wide. Basically, been just that one restart after the stale after the stalemate call. 
And him get the warning call for stalling on bottom with shots because he got his head down on the mat and not coming up off the mat. He's been pretty much laying, I shouldn't say laying there, but he's been keeping it, he's keeping his head down on the mat, and they're usually going to get that call. Now he's cradled up. Olsen cradles him up to start getting back points here as we get to the latter part of the match. Ten seconds to go. Now Shutt's just trying to not give up the loss here. This will be his first of the year, and he won't get pinned. But the final score will be Chase Olsen of Valentine, six, and Connor Shutt's of Highline, nothing. He's now 38-1, and and he'll have to wait for victory number 100 in Omaha, which he'll get on Thursday, I am sure. Uh, Jesse Drahota Bravetta and Josh Ward of Bridgeport getting ready to go. We'll take a quick break and return to the C4 District Tournament on Power 99 right after this. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also, your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Hall of Fame coach, from Ord, Amherst, Bertrand, you can fill in the rest. <laughs> SEM, Barry Trampy with us here uh, from the C4 District Tournament as we are up to the 170-pound weight class in the championship. Uh, Drahota, uh, the only man to upset a number one seed uh, earlier in the day, which was Gunnar Battershaw, who has battled some injuries from Valentine. He beat him, uh, and so Kellen Meyer is taking him on from Ord in the consolation match. That's a dandy of a consolation yes, match. Yes, it is. And Meyer got a first period takedown, two to nothing. They'll start neutral to begin the second period, and Battershaw nice. in on a shot here in the championship. Two to two. We did have a takedown by Warren, an escape by Drahota. I did not see what the tech point was. He got Drahota got a reversal. Oh, he got a reversal, and then uh, Warren came back here now and got an escape. And then we got Battershaw gets a takedown on Meyer down there to tie the score up two two. Drahota's in on a nice double leg here, picking him up off the mat. Took him down. Hey, right? got him to the mat. Got a two. Take a five, three, four, three lead. So Jesse Drahota out of Ravenna, 41 and four junior. Had a great conference tournament, and now trying to become a district champ here. So we'll see if he can get the job done. Because uh, Warren, it's 43 and five. This is a stacked weight class. Yes. And so is 182. 182 has the top three wrestlers in the state here. I'll tell you what, Drahota just is back in on takedown. Now Meyer gets a reversal and takes takes uh, Battershot to his back. He still has him on his back. He may get the fall here. Just tightening it up. Keep his head up. Keep your head up. 45 Seven seconds in. to go. Yeah, plenty of time if he can just stay in there and get, stay perpendicular to him instead of getting there. He gets the fall. Wow. Kellen Meyer, Kellen Meyer of Ord now 36 and 6. Battershot 23 and 5. 
And he's just a sophomore, remember, uh, out of Valentine. But again, wouldn't want to draw him next week. We are at the oh. end of the first period here in the final. Warren got an escape, but Drahota got yet another takedown. So it is six to four, Jesse Drahota of Ravenna. As we start the second period over Warren of Bridgeport, and Warren of Bridgeport will take bottom to begin the second. I'll tell you what, Drahota has just looked really sharp on his feet after that initial takedown. He just he's he's just hitting double legs. I think he's just a strong enough young man that once he hits that double leg, he's able to pick people up off the mat and pretty hard to get through them once their feet are off the mat. And he's done a nice job with that. I just I, I'm impressed with him where he's come from in the last couple of years. You know, like I said, since the conference meet, he's just gotten better and better with his wrestling that I've seen in the times I've gotten to watch him wrestle. He's just really a solid kid. Warren will get the escape here, so it's now 6-5. Drahota wrestle on their feet with a minute 10 to go, and Warren in on a shot. Good shot. Trying to hang on to the leg to keep the get the get the no call here, but it's going to be pretty clear. There's two. I was going to say he's got that bottom ankle hook now. He might have him a little bit of trouble here with that bottom ankle hook if he can turk it up. Drahota's fighting it off pretty well, but Warren's really working his way through. Oh, we have, must have blood or something. We're stopping somewhere. Yeah, we got blood time. It looks like Drahota's bleeding. Yeah, Warren looked at the official said, what's going on? Because he was, he was working his move. <clears throat> yeah, he was taking him to his back. He was he had him ready to go to his back, and, and uh, but he wasn't he wasn't in any jeopardy of going to his back, and therefore he got to stop him for the blood time. So and there was no count on that, so there shouldn't be any back points that would come out of that. Normally, if you get a you put him on put him to their back and they start to bleed, if you just meet criteria, you get the, at least the two point near fall. But there will be no near fall here on this. So uh, we've got uh, blood time and our injury report brought to you. Uh, by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. And uh, we will take a short break. Uh, well, we don't have to. They get the blood time cleared up, so we'll just keep it right here. And, again, I'll let you know that we had a final in boys basketball, Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, over Hastings in the wow. Heartland Hoops Classic, 61-57. So BRLD, the C2 over the B. Hastings has actually dropped their last two uh, by three and by four points to Adams Central and to a BRLT, but uh, you're playing somebody really good both nights, so let's yeah. get back to this. Unless you had a basketball comment, Coach. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that score surprises me a little bit. I know BRLD has got a solid team up there, but Hastings has got a really nice team. I'm surprised by that. I know they had that close game with Adam Central the other night, which is amazing that I know these things, right? I, but <laughs> but I do. So. That's that full athletic director yeah. role for yeah. you now. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Oh, now we got Warren's got him cradled up. He's going to get some back points here right at the end of the period. you got 14 seconds left in the period. That's pretty tight. Might be tight. more than that. Yeah, Drahota's in trouble, 10 to go. He has that really tight. He's got that knee in the bottom rib, forehead in the temples. Looks like Drahota's maybe got his shoulder up on top of his shoulders here. He'll survive it. Yep. But he'll be trailing a big second period here for Josh Warren of Bridgeport. He did all the scoring. He was down 6-4. to four. Now he's up 10-6. to six. Well, that was a that was a nice cradle because I didn't even see that coming, and all at once it was there. I'm not. He must have hooked that up quickly, and then he knew what to do with it once he got it hooked up. Took him over to his back quickly. Drahota will choose bottom here to start the third, but he appears to be breathing pretty heavy right now, coach. And of course, looking for a Peterson roll here. Yep. Warren does a nice job of getting his arm cleared and coming out front to avoid that. Yeah, you're right. Drahota looks like he's breathing a little bit heavy on that. Not a lot of recovery time for something like this, and when you're nope. down, you got to go, go, go. He's got to try to find a way to get a reversal here. Maybe he can come around the waist, he'll get one, too. If he comes up off that leg and around the waist, he can maybe drive him right to his back. Now he's, now he's working his arms out. Now he's got him there. Got to pop the head. Pop the head up, and he'll get your two. 
Head is sandwiched, though, between yep. between the thighs Perry there. Pushing on the one thigh to try to get his head cleared out. Look for the head now. Look for the head with that right hand. There it is. Reversal. But still, Drahota trails 10 to 8 with a minute 15 to go in the match. Looks like he's trying to get him locked up in a barbed wire type situation or a. It's about seven different names for this hole. Depends on which school you go to by what they call it. But then Warren's going to come back out of that. He got out too far out front. Warren gets the reversal. Now we had stoppage of time again for Blood. And with 52 seconds remaining in the match, Warren of Bridgeport now leading Drahota of Ravenna by a score of 12 to 8. The 182-pound final uh, will give us Lathan Duda of Broken Bow, the defending state runner-up against Trevor Peterson of Chase County, who he beat earlier this year. But there's nothing guaranteed in that one. The consolation will be a pretty good one, too. Loomis Bertrand's Joel Abramson against Cole Stokebrand of Amherst at 182. Uh, the whole story coming in was the top three yeah. are way above because they're ranked yeah. number one, two, and three. Yeah, and Abramson's not too bad himself. No, but those top three are, are really good-looking wrestlers. I mean, that's a, I'm looking forward to that final because I know Duda is, Duda is really a solid wrestler. I'm amazing uh, with that name, but he can he's an extremely solid wrestler and stuff. But uh, I tell you what, that that um, Peterson is funky enough that if you you got to be really you got to be really solid in everything that you do because he does some funky stuff that you just can't stop. Yeah, yeah. when you again he's pinned Stoke Brand with a splatel, just something yeah. you don't talk about. And, that's our, that's our shout-out to our buddy Mike Fleshman. That yeah. was our favorite move was the splayo yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and that, yeah. as you say, there's not uh, that doesn't happen very often at this level. You don't see that happen too terribly often. We restart here. Drahota is on bottom, and he trails 12-8 to Warren of Bridgeport. Off the blood time, we're down to 30 seconds to go. He's got that hammer lock. He lost his hammer lock now, but he's really riding him tight. He's got him down on the mat, got his hips turned, so it's going to be hard for Jehoda to come out of this unless he can get his hips back underneath of him and come up. Down to 15 seconds. He's going to need a Williams-type move. Yep. And he just can't get everything free here. Great job by Warren, and Warren is going to find a way to win himself a district champion. And, uh, again, we didn't have the number one seed here in the finals, but we've got the second time of the day that the number two seed has come through. 12-8, to eight, the final score. Josh Ward of Bridgeport over Jesse Drahona of Ravenna. Good match, but after the first period, uh, Drahona just wasn't able to generate a lot of offense. It's going to be interesting with having Warren and uh, Battershaw on the same side, of the dis- same side of the brackets now down at the state meet. That could be very interesting. <laughs> they, they have had their battles already this year, and uh, Battershaw edged Warren 5-4 earlier in the year, so that's how close they are. So let's get to 182. Here we go. And the championship, it is Lathan Duda of Broken Bow taking on Trevor Peterson of Chase County. And then in the consolation, Cole Stoke, Brand of Amherst, and Joel Abramson of Loomis Bertrand. Peterson 38 and 2 out of Chase County. One of those losses to 49 and 0, Lathan Duda. And again, they didn't even wrestle in the state duels last week, so didn't have that. Yeah, it's amazing the number of wins that they have already, the number of wins people can have at this stage. So, yeah, he could be 50 and 0 by the end of this tournament going into the state meet. Hope so. <laughs> I'll be by. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you that right and now. If I don't have a lot of listeners out in Imperial anyhow, so I think you're going to be safe. So, well, Lathan is in on a yeah. near takedown, but he's going to come out of bounds. Run out of run out of boundary, and uh, Stokebrand gets a quick pin down there in 50, 50, 47 seconds. So Stokebrand takedown to the back. Abramson 
will be 22 and 9 going to state out of Loomis Bertrand 42 and 4 for the senior Cole Stokebrand who uh, was a 152 pounder uh, last season and again uh, Lathan finished as the state runner up last year at 170 and Peterson was third at 170 so uh, they're a little familiar with each other a lot yeah. of hand games up high going on between these two yeah this is this is not the first time they've seen each other over the course of the last couple of years <clears throat> Doug Duda along with Derry Trampy here in Hershey. Nice low single leg attempt by Duda. Come up, come out through the back and get that arm circled through. He might be able to finish this out on him. Come up again. Get the head up and come through. Of course, his dad was a state finalist. His older brother finished sixth last year at state. A lot of great Duda wrestlers. Yeah. I just didn't weigh enough. Most, <laughs> most people weigh too much. I didn't weigh enough. <laughs> Latham might have got caught in the leg or wow. a knee in the face. Wow, that didn't that didn't that looked dangerous. That might both those guys' knees were not in very good position there. But nobody's heard out of that. That they scramble back through and come to their feet. No points awarded, and we will end the first period scoreless between number one Latham Duda and number three Trevor Peterson. Again, Peterson pinned number two Cole Stokebrand in the second period in the semifinals earlier. Now the important coin flip looks like. They're going to win it over at Chase County side, and they're going to go ahead and choose yep. down. Yeah, they're going to try again. Once again, they're going to try to score those first points if this goes to an overtime, and it comes down to the, the points being the choice in that ultimate tiebreaker. You want to be in that position. with, And, it, and this is one of those matches that could. And uh, for Lathan, uh, he has also uh, seen Stoke Brand. He has beaten him, and he beat previously unbeaten Daw out of Burwell in the championship. Of the uh, first match of the uh, championship matchup, the Ord Invite, yep. which was a heck of a match. That was a, that was a great match between those two kids. Outside of the blood time, <laughs> uh, here's the escape, and so uh, Peterson able to get the escape. Peterson leads due to one to nothing. Twenty seconds gone here in the second period. They wrestle on the edge of the mat again here. A lot of circling, a lot of power. I know yeah. Lathan wants to get a throw here, but uh, what are we looking at for offensively? It's not like they've just danced around. They have danced around, but it's been fairly aggressive. It's been aggressive wrestling that's taken place. They're both really physical wrestlers. I mean, you look at them there. (laughs) I don't think I'd want to, I don't think I'd want to tangle with either one of them at any time. And I, you know, what I've been watching here, it looks like dude has been trying to work himself into just a pass by or something like that, trying to get him tied up and get him pushing over here on the left-hand side. He's got that hand over the top, and I think Peterson's seen him enough that as soon as he gets that hand up over the top, he's bringing the arm out and clearing out and taking that potential away from him. It really isn't really isn't coming in aggressively. You know, at this point, Peterson doesn't look too excited about maybe getting in and getting a takedown. He's kind of waiting to counter a shot from what I've seen at this point. He's kind of stalking along the edge and then hoping that if he gets a shot, on, you know, take a shot, and if he's going to shoot, he'll shoot him out of bounds so he can't get countered. I want to remind you that uh, when we are all done, it'll be the New West postgame show. If you have not heard the results and we've tried to recap them, we will do that. We will also be taking a look at the other districts. Carney trying to bring home a championship in the A2. Shot by Duda. Nice re-shot, too. Got in on shot. Got stretched out a little bit, but came right back up into a re-shot. Was able to get himself in position here. But Peterson was able to take that off or back to neutral position. 30 seconds in the match. Second, second period here. Might require Duda to do something off an escape in the third. Yep. Duda's doing a nice job of getting the head down underneath. He just hasn't been able to keep it there. He's been trying to work that little throw by off of the front headlock. He just hasn't been able to get it to work. Another low shot by him. Peterson's going to spin around. Catch. Nope, nothing yet. Nothing yet. 
nice scramble by both men in that situation. Holy cow. Duda secures the leg to not give up the takedown. Short time here, and the second period will expire. So more action. Peterson slaps the mat, knows he was very close to a takedown. He was was extremely close to that takedown, and Duda basically just did a somersault through and then caught the leg on the way through and almost wound up with a Peterson-type roll. If he could have caught the arm, he might have had two and then three more. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this third period. And Duda will take bottom. So undefeated Lathan Duda down one nothing to Trevor Peterson of Chase County as they go to the third period. And usually when you're these types of wrestlers, you don't get ridden very long. And already the first 15 seconds gone here. Good job by Peterson. Yeah, I know Duda's trying to get some hand control underneath before he moves, but I think we're going to start. He's going to have to start. Uh, cranking up his action level a little bit or he's going to get to the point where it's going to be late in the match and it's going to be too late to maybe get something. We're looking at a look at a clarion tie up here by Peterson trying to lock that up over that front headlock on the outside and then maybe taking back over the top and see if he can score points from with that inside leg hooked up. So if you're due to, you got to get that, that right leg cleared out and then you can circle out front and face him. Otherwise, he's going to ride this for a long time. We may get a stalemate call here if something doesn't happen soon. And there it is. There it is. That's why that's why he's uh, generously donated his time here today. <laughs> <laughs> Minute eight to go in the match. Doug to the Dairy Trampy here, 182 pounds. Next, it'll be Ethan Gabriel of Orta, Drew Bogart of Amherst, and Jaron Potts of Amherst, Kiefer Anderson, Broken Bow, and at heavyweight, Jaravic Arcadia, Loop City, Hobart Ord. Lathan Duda comes up to a stand, but he doesn't have both of his legs free. Yeah, looks like he's actually trying to set up a splatel now here on Peterson. I'm guessing Peterson's probably familiar with this. <laughs> I think yeah. he's, he's probably seen more than one of these in the process. Now we're getting into nervous time, though. 45 yep. seconds to go. Duda grabs yep. a leg, tries to yep. circle, and uh, we get a potentially dangerous. Yep. If, he kept, if he'd bought it straight up instead of out to the side, he'd probably been able to make that corner because he was getting himself freed where he could turn the corner and get a reversal, but pulled that leg just a little bit toward him instead of up against the hip, up against the rear end, and then that makes it potentially dangerous. So, 44 seconds to go. Peterson up one nothing. He's ridden Duda. Switch attempt by Duda. Gets through it. Steps over. Peterson to counter. Oh, my goodness. No points. Wow. That was a lot of lot of action for no points. There's a, a Granby roll by Duda. Duda takes him over to his back. He may get the fall here. Got the reversal and two near fall coming. So he's going to take a 4-1 lead on that. Wow. 15 seconds to go. Peterson has to find a way to get out, but it's 4-1. Two won't do him any good. No, I think Duda timed that right for himself. He timed that really well as far as what he was doing. He scissors the hips, and we get a stalemate with only eight seconds remaining in the match. That puts him in good position here. He can give up and escape and stay away from him for eight seconds with no stalling calls in the match. I think he's pretty safe at this stage. So looks like Peterson's trying to find some blood. <laughs> looks like he's trying to find a little blood so he can get a blood timeout. And, and he, oh, he's got a contact problem. He's got yep. a con problem with the contact. So, Man, we have seen a couple of these 1-2-1-3 one, one, matchups today turn at the very end. Earlier we had... The Chris Williams, Casey Falkenberry that didn't go Broken Bow's way. This one might go Broken Bow's way with eight seconds to go. I'll tell you what, that was a lot of movement there between both guys. And it just, you know, and and again, you just can't coach hips like that. I mean, he threw his hips over where he needed to. And all at once he had both legs and it was just almost instantaneous when he did it and had him to his back. It's one of those things where there's Peterson hits a Granby roll to come out, get the escape, tries to hit a headlock. Two seconds left. 
And there's the win. What a great match that was. That lived up to the billing as well. Final score, Lathan Duda, Broken Bow, four. Trevor Peterson of Chase County, two. What a great match. Yeah, that, and it, that's a great thing to see, the Peterson kid clapping on the way over. Well. Just a, just a really well-wrestled match and two kids that have a lot of respect for each other in the process. So that's a, that's a great matchup, and I, I won't be surprised if that's one that we see next week on, on Saturday in Omaha as well. Well, that, that was outstanding, and uh, it's been so close. Who knows what will happen next week. So we're ready to move on to 195 pounds here. And uh, getting on the mat in the championship, it is Ethan Gabriel, number one from Ord against Drew Bogard of Amherst. Gabriel uh, made it to the state finals his freshman year. freshman year and then was deep his sophomore year and then sure. tore his ACL his junior year and did not wrestle last year. Bogard qualified for state at 195 uh, last year. And then in the consolation, Tyler Wetzel of Ravenna taking on Nicholas Coley of Mitchell. Coley's a 30-10 and 10 senior. Wetzel's a 35-10 and 10 senior. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ethan went from a, an arm bar, just an arm bar situation into a trip, and then he's turned that into back when he turned it into a half, and he's got, he's got Bogart in trouble and gets the fall. Wow. 57 seconds in. Gabriel of Ord picks up the uh, win. And uh, for Ethan Gabriel, he's already, as we said earlier, beaten him by a pin, and he does this in a little bit quicker fashion here at 195 pounds. And I, I have to tell you, and you can fill in the listeners that know and don't know, I was shocked when he was beaten uh, up in Ord and then came back and yeah. beat the Nebraska Christian kid uh, last week at Grand Island Central Catholic. I just, watching Ethan, he just seemed to be one of those guys that nobody could beat. Right, yeah. And, well, the kid from Nebraska Christian, Carl Munt, is just a, he's an outstanding wrestler. I mean, I, he, he's a good, solid technician. And, you know, just like this, what Ethan did here, that's really not an orthodox style of wrestling. He's kind of an unorthodox wrestler, and he just feels some things, and he feels a lot of trips and things like that. And against Munt uh, up in Onord, he had him on his back and looked like he's going to get the pin, and Munt was able to come back through, and then they got in a scramble situation, and Munt caught him on his back and was able to finish him off. And then last week at GICC, I think Ethan got up 9-2 to two or something like that and then held on for a 13-11 win against him. So Ethan has not wrestled a lot of uh, six-minute matches this year. He's a, pin, no. he's a pinner and always has been a pinner, but... It's, you know, again, solid kid, and uh, you know, just really happy for him that he's been able to come off that injury from last year and be able to compete at the level he's competing this year. And and really has, you know, one thing about him, you know, when he took that loss, it didn't bother him. He just got back and learned what he needed to do, worked on what he needed to do, watched film, and got himself back to where he needed to be. And that's probably why he's the kind of kid that he is. So now it looks like uh, is this Wetzel we got yeah. down here from Ravenna? Wetzel's able Wetzel's to get a take, take down and take him to his back. That- Midway through the second period, he's in really good shape. He's up 5-2. He's got the three near fall if he doesn't get the pin, but he has got Coley of Mitchell in some trouble. he got a lot of time left, too, and there's the fall. So a pin coming up in 2 minutes and 21 seconds, and a win there and a third place for Tyler Wetzel of Ravenna. Jaron Potts of Amherst, Kiefer Anderson of Broken Bow, they'll wrestle the 220-pound championship when we return.
Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. All right, we get back to action here. 220 pounds for Amherst. It's Jaron Potts, who uh, was fifth in Class D at 170 last year. Against state qualifier Kiefer Anderson of Broken Bow, senior versus sophomore. And he's already in on a takedown and uh, has the cradle locked up here. He has got uh, Anderson in some trouble. And, Coach, this doesn't take very long. No. Potts is able to get a pin, yeah. the fastest one of the finals in 40 seconds. Yeah, he just he got in on a nice shot and then turned that right into a cradle and just settled right down on top of him and just, just really controlled that match from start to finish, which surprises me because uh, the Anderson kid from Broken Bow is pretty highly ranked as well this year, and Potts just made it look easy. But I, you know, we were commenting in, during the break about how much of a, a physical specimen Potts is, and he is a physical-looking he's a physical-looking wrestler. And tell you what, when you got a six-three kid that's wrestling two twenty, that's a pretty imposing figure to look at out there. Well, and coming up from one seventy last year. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, big a pretty jump. big jump. That's a big jump, and he's a. He's a big kid, but he looks comfortable at the weight. You know, it doesn't look like he's light for the weight. He looks comfortable at that weight. And I, he's one of those kids that will do some damage next week at the state tournament as well. I think he's a, a, a potential finalist with the way he's wrestling right now. That wraps up the uh, Amherst part of the day, and that was one of the big questions when we when we were at this point last year. This is when the whispering was starting from the Amherst folks. I think we're going to be C next year. We're going to be on the bubble, but I think we're going to be C. Then the whole talk was, we're not worried. And that wasn't from the coaches. That was from the city. That was yeah. from the fans. That yeah. was from the alumni. But they will not have as many wrestlers go, but they still had a, a pretty good showing here today. Uh, yeah, in fact, they, they're going to be the district runner-up. They'll probably be the runner-up in this district. And, they, I mean, they've made a lot of progress from the beginning of the year because I know we wrestled them. At the, I shouldn't say we, but when Ord wrestled them at the beginning of the year in tournaments, we had finished ahead of them every time we'd wrestled with them. And they just have gotten better and better as the tournament's gone. Now, they've had some kids have gotten healthy, like Quentin Frank has been back wrestling with them. Jackson Top 9 is back wrestling with them. And that makes a big difference for them coming through that, coming through in that route. So, they've had a, they, I mean, they've had a good run down here, and they've had a good district. Their so kids have wrestled really, really well. We will have Coach Klingelhofer and some of the guys on our Power 99 Wrestling Rally tomorrow. Among the teams, uh, we've got commits from some of the same folks, a couple of new folks in there, but we will have uh, Amherst and Kearney High and Kearney Catholic and Ravenna and Grand Island Northwest, the defending Class B champions. And don't want to leave anybody out, but we've got quite a few uh, that we'll be uh, chatting with, uh, including... uh, uh, Coach Swedberg down at Axtell, yeah, he's yeah. got them going again and, and uh, trying to build up uh, that program as well. In our consolation match right now, it is uh, Mitchell versus Perkins County, and uh, they are scoreless 
midway through the second period. Uh, our team total, Valentine will win the district 171.5, Amherst 148, Broken Bow 134.5, Bridgeport 131, Ord uh, making a move and kind of closing the gap here. They're still going to be fifth uh, with 122. As we get ready for uh, the heavyweight championship, uh, you have seen C.J. Hovitt and uh, Jacob Jarabic wrestle their matches. Uh, Jarabic has only lost to one man uh, the last couple of years, the cave kid from uh, Weeping yep. Water. So uh, the, the ironic thing was he didn't win the state championship last right. year because Keen right. Martin uh, became Overton's first state wrestling champion. And then uh, at the Amherst invite uh, this year, Jarabic pinned Martin again, just like he did last yep. year, number one in C&D. Jarabic, to me, unless... You're a 4-14 and 14 freshman, and he just picks you up and sticks you in 10 yeah. seconds. He always kind of waits for your – he knows when you're off balance, and yep. that's when he hits you. It might be three minutes into the match, which yeah. happened to Hovitt uh, the first time at the Central Conf- – or at the Lou Platt Conference. What, what's the key to getting a guy like that? What does Hovitt have to do to have a chance yeah, today or next week? And, and you, you've made the point clear. He's got to keep his he's got to keep his hips wide, keep his balance, keep his base wide, and not get his legs close together, get them tight together, because that's both times when Jarabic has been able to take him over. It's been off of a single leg takedown and just drive across because you get the feet too close together. So he's going to have to keep the keep his base wide, be able to keep some distance between him and and Jarabic, and then hopefully create an angle because Jarabic is he's, he's a mountain of a man too and CJ's not exactly the tallest person in the world and so Jarabic's a, a pretty big man so he's going to have to create an angle with him and get across from him and try to take Jarabic across his body because I think every time Cave has beaten him he's basically done the same thing gotten those gotten those knees close together and he's able to get Jarabic broke down and work from there and I, I think that's the, that's the way you beat him uh, like I said he's just a He's a tall man. I think if you get a chance, I, I you know, and I'm not, I'm certainly not coaching anymore. But I think if I were wrestling him and we got the choice, I think I would choose top and try to get his hips broke down and get him down on the mat. I know CJ moves pretty well off the bottom, and in a zero-zero match, it's hard to take top in those situations. So you almost hope he has the choice first, <laughs> <laughs> so you can go from there and see what can happen. But uh, that, that's, I mean, that's basically what you have to do against somebody like that. He just, he's so solid. Uh, and like I said, he he has that knack for feeling when you're off balance, and he's able to run with it and run hard with it. And once he gets you to your back, it's pretty hard to come off. And once, maybe twice, if I hadn't seen it, I, I, if if Jarabic takes you down, it's over. Yeah. I mean, you usually don't have any time to escape unless it's at the end of the period. Usually, if he gets you down, it's almost immediately to yeah. your back. Yeah. He's 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 good at he's good at going from the feet to the back and. You know, and we've talked about this, and other people have talked about this. He's a nice enough young man that he doesn't take you down hard. I mean, he takes you down nice and easy, but he's, he's a nice man that can pin you pretty fast. <laughs> but uh, just a, a good young man, comes from a good family and stuff there in Ashton, and, and uh, just really works hard at, at what he does. You know, I, you know, of course, I have some connections there in Arcadia as well, Arcadia Loop City as well, and talks highly of him in, in his practice ethic and everything else. And that's why those kids are where they're at, because they've worked so hard at this point to get there. And, and he just, like I said, he's just going to be one of those kids that you've, you've got to find a way to get his hips, get his feet together so you can get the hips turned first. Because once you get the hips turned, it's pretty hard for him to come off of his back as well once you can get him there. Of course, Coach Trampy's son, Craig, is uh, working and coaching uh, with Arcadia Loop City. We still have a few seconds left in our consolation. In fact, it has gone to overtime 1-1 between the big guys uh, down there. Uh, so uh, Perkins County and Mitchell uh, over in the A4 at Lincoln East they are not quite midway through uh, hit the 152 so I guess they are midway through the finals and Carney still has a 12 
eight lead over Lincoln East, 206 to 194. We've been going over, uh, and we'll have complete results from them in just a little bit, but we just will take a look at it right now for you. Uh, for Carney High, the big match, uh, Archer Heelan, uh, a medical forfeit at 113 pounds against Brandon Bostert. Uh, so he forfeited that match. They split them before uh, throughout the year, and we finally come to an end in short time and overtime over here in the consolation match. Actually, in the last two seconds, yep. we get a win for Knowles of Perkins County over Cooley of Mitchell. Yeah, he's able to get the takedown. Just kind of countered a shot and got the takedown. So in that A2, I want to or A4, I want to take a look at that for you real quick. Uh, champion Perry Swarm, the runner up. And then Archer Heelan, the runner-up. Hunter Nagatani is a district champion. Riley Steele, a district champion. Braden Smith, district champ. We have uh, Gage Ferguson as the district runner-up. And then Gage McBride right now is wrestling in the finals. Josh Pearson is in the finals. So is uh, Alex Hunt. Dario Rodriguez still to go. So here we go at heavyweight in the match that we were just previewing between Jarabic and Hovitt. And then over there in the uh, consolation match at uh, heavyweight, we have Jackson Tobenheim of Amherst and Tyler Thompson of Broken Bow. Uh, Tobenheim was a qualifier for state last year at 220. Yeah, old uh, Drobic came out, got in a couple underhooks, and really put some pressure on. Hovitt was able to circle out of it. Now they're back to we're back to where we started, basically feeling each other out now a little bit. They got that initial surge done, and now they're back settling in. And kind of the same thing down at the other match. I think Tobenheim beat uh, Peterson yet or. Thomas yesterday, uh, two to one or two, two, three to two in their uh, quarterfinal match, if I remember right, and that was a close match where Tom Nine wrestled really a very smart match, and what he was doing, and, and same yeah, thing, two one. yeah, two to one, and and uh, you know just a, a really smart match in the process. I think Peterson locked his hands when when Tom Nine was on bottom, then Tom Nine got the escape and was able to stay away from him, so. Might be a little bit of revenge on Peterson's part there and not a lot happening here in the championship match. They kind of he said they're kind of feeling each other out, which seems strange because they've wrestled each other enough times this year they should know whatever they, they should about know what the other one's thinking at this point. So Well and again, it's how long can Hovitt kinda of hang in here. Yep. He he made progress at the conference tournament, maybe not quite as much of a progress the next time around, uh, at the uh, Ord invitational. Yeah, it looks but like he knows. And it just I just I don't know how Hobbit, you talked about the height. I don't know how Hobbit can score or try and take Jarabic down. It just seems like yeah. it's almost impossible, even though he's the number two kid. Yeah, Jarabic just has that long reach too. You know, and, and CJ's arms are a little bit short compared to his, and so it's a little. But CJ's a pretty stout young man. I mean, he's he's surprisingly strong. You wouldn't you look at him, you don't know if he looks that strong, but boy, he is a he's a powerful young man. Has good powerful hips with him, and that's going to have to be a secret in here. I looked like he was trying to get some overhooks tied up and maybe go for an inside trip and try to take him to his back. But it's kind of a kind of a high-risk move in the process, too. So If you're a 20 or 26-pounder, sometimes you can get the tall yeah. lanky against the short. You can use that quickness as the right. shorter wrestler. You don't really talk about that at the heavyweight. And so we end the first period. We're scoreless, and Hovitt will take bottom. It's to out. Start the period. And it takes him to his back. He's got Drobic. Oh, my. Had him going to his back. He wasn't able to finish off. Boy, Jarabic came out of that nice. Now he picks Hobbit up and sets him down on the mat for a takedown to make it 2-1. to one. Looks like he awakened the beast a little bit with that toss to his back. Now he's got him cradled up and takes him over in a cradle. <clears throat> Hobbit in serious trouble and all this in 30 seconds here. That was a lot of action between two big guys. And Hobbit breaks out of it. 
So what do we oh, find? And then he takes him over with, picks up the ankle, takes him over. This is going to be tough to come out of here. And, and there's, there's the fall. Jaromic in two minutes and 42 seconds beats C.J. Hobud for the third time this year. And I think they just said that was win number 150 for Jaromic. So you've got an Ord wrestler, an Ashton Arcadia Loop City wrestler, a Burwell referee, all out here in Hershey. <laughs> it's about the way it goes sometimes. That, I tell you what, there was a lot of action there for big guys. That was a lot of movement in a short period of time in that 30 seconds of that first, that second period. I came out nice, and I'll, I'll, to Hovitz's credit, he came out nice, came right back in, and he got, he did get his trip that he was looking for, got that overhook with the inside trip. And had Jarabic in a little bit of trouble, but Jarabic did a nice job of getting himself back to his knees and getting his head back up out of there. So, Well, and now there's just one thing you want, and that's for him to win state. Yeah. Unless Hobart well, does yeah, it. Well, yeah, I was going to say. Unless Hobart does it. But From my standpoint, yeah. yeah. But And again, there, I, I don't cheer against any kids. I'll cheer for our kids. And if, if we're not going to win it, then I'd just soon it be somebody that, in their area that does that as well. It looks like uh, uh, Thomas has opened up a 4-0 lead on Tom Hine down here. I believe that's the way that is. Yep. I think Thomas is green and Tom Hine is red. That is exactly the case. Ford and I think Thomas, they're wrestling on their feet in the final 10 seconds of the second period in the heavyweight consolation, the final match of this C4 district on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Amherst, Elwood, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Coming up, the New West postgame show. We'll have all of the results, first through fourth, who's going to state, uh, we had some great matches here in the finals today. For the most part, the number ones came through. And on these deep weight classes, the number three seeds came through uh, to go to state as well. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, the draws that will be coming out later tonight, obviously, in this day and age, you get to find out where you're going and who yeah. you're wrestling so much quicker. Oh, yeah. We'll break it down tomorrow <laughs> on the wrestling rally. Yeah, it's, it's a, little, a lot different than it was in the old days when we were running around trying to find newspapers from out west and everything and see what the draw was and try to figure out who we were wrestling. Now it's before they get home tonight, the kids are going to know who they have in their match next week. So and it certainly have changed that up a little bit, and it's, and it's made it's better for wrestling. The track wrestling system has definitely made this much more. Oh, no, it looks like he's got, looks like Thomas is going to get top nine. Turn, yep, did not. He had a half, and it looks like he's going to get him turned. Top nine able to get himself back based up again. Thomas was on bottom to start the third, reversed him, and makes it 5 nothing. They took a point away there. There was a break okay. between the periods, so it was 3 nothing instead of 4 nothing. Now Tommenheim with the escape. But again, remember, Jackson wrestled the 220 last year, and with Jaron Potts there, he's had to step up. He's giving up a lot of weight here to Thomas. Jaron is not close to 280. Or, uh, um, uh, no, uh, Tommenheim's not close to 285. No, and Thomas is. He he looks he looks small compared to Thomas out there. He just and he's I tell you what he's giving him a good match though. He's really Ooh, trying to underhook him. Yep, as tight as that, as tight as uh, Thomas had that half. I was surprised that Tommenheim did not go over and he's battled in. Nice hitting some shots. Thomas snaps him down, spins behind. Coach Klingelhofer. Over there just saying, and of course it's Klingelhofer and Klingelhofer <laughs> saying get after it. And again, want to say congratulations to Dave. He's going to go into the Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association Hall of Fame this June in Grand, <laughs> Grand Island. Up there Thomas gets the turn. He may get the fall. Looks like he's got the fall, and he does. He does it in four minutes and 32 seconds to wrap up the wrestling here in 2020 at the C4 District Tournament. And as that is taking place, they'll get the uh, 
Standers out here to award the medals and hand out the trophies, and we will head into the new West postgame show. I want to remind you that uh, we've got a wrestler that is our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner each month listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet, Derek Klingsport of Axtell, and Whitney Brown, who's going to go play uh, basketball for the Husker women are our winners from this last month. Check it out at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll take a break. Be back with the new West postgame show. Recap everything that happened here today, and we will be looking at the other districts, so stay with us. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you, not to mention the great service, fresh meats, and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. And welcome back to continuing coverage of high school wrestling here on Power 99. Glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, uh, bringing you all the action from the C4. And it's all over. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And Coach, uh, man, we had nine number ones here today. And all but one of them won. We had a couple more that were in some serious trouble in the last 30 seconds of their match in Lathan Duda of Broken Bow and Chris Williams of Valentine. But both were able to come away and win late. Yeah, I mean, it was just great action like we expected from this tournament. I mean, you expect that kind of action, and it just it almost makes you tired after you get done watching it because there's there's so much movement going on. And But that's what makes those kids number one, number one rated kids and champions is that they don't give up. And, you know, some of those matches, it would have been easy for Williams just to say, you know what, I'm done after he got taken down to his back, and yet he found the willpower to bridge through. And same thing with Duda to be able to – to keep battling through on a kid that was riding him really, really strong and just kind of keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and look for your opportunity. And that's the secret to this sport, I think. As long as you keep moving and you keep working, opportunities present themselves. Well, you know, even with Hovind against uh, uh, Jarabic, you know, he got got his movement, got the opening he was looking for, did what he wanted to do, just wasn't able to hold him, wasn't able to get himself out in a position where he could hold him. So, but that, and that's why this is just great wrestling at this district every year. It seems like it just you're going to see that year in and year out. Valentine is just a solid team that always comes with, you know, they're just pound you. They're just meat grinder type wrestlers and you know, some of these other people are starting to close the gap on them a little bit. It makes a lot of fun. And I think we've got a lot of guys that finished as district runner-up and even as third and fourth and can still go down there and medal. But you look at the two high-line kids were undefeated going into the finals. Zach Dickow and Connor Schutz both uh, were defeated here today. You've got Falkberry from Broken Bow. You've got Colton Rouse from Ord who finished second. Uh, I think they all, and, and of course Hobart as well, could all go deep next weekend. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of kids in that in this district that can be state medal winners. You know, and it, of course everything is how 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 you draw out and stuff. I think David City Aquinas has a very solid team down there. Uh, David City High has a very solid team. Those two, that, so those are going to be tough ones to draw in against whenever you draw against them as well. I mean, they're just going to be quality teams that you have to battle with, and then. Uh, um, 
uh, there's somebody I'm forgetting about in here that I think is pretty good. I can't come up with a name off the top of my head, but I mean, there's plenty of quality teams down there. Those two teams come to mind right away because year in and year out, they're always in that. They're always in that process. Battle Creek is another team. That's what I was trying to think of that will have some solid kids down there. But you know, we've seen some of those kids during the year and stuff, and we've wrestled well against them and, and pretty hand pretty much handled them in the process. Logan View has a lot of good kids that will make a difference down there. But gosh, it's going to be hard to see some of these kids that got second. I think. We may see three or four, maybe five different rematches of district finals when we get to the state meet next week. Well, Coach, again, thanks for uh, your assistance. We will see you in uh, Omaha, and uh, we'll let you go start looking on your iPad yeah. at who's going to be wrestling start who Start finding week. out who's going to wrestle. Well, Doug, I appreciate it as always. Enjoy it. It's, thanks, Terry. It's a pleasure to do this. It's kind of fun to watch some wrestling, and I hope I don't talk too much while I'm here. I'll so. tell you what, if you don't watch <laughs> out, you're going to have to do it again. <laughs> well, that'd be okay, too. I enjoy this part of it. Thank you. All right, you. Coach. Thank you. you Terry Tramp will be with us here, and we will come back with a complete recap on the New West Post Game Show right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Kroll Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. A very proud supporter of the area wrestlers and coaches. Kroll Agency, visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Body Shop in Minden. Locally owned and operated since 1883. A tradition of community banking. Full service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley Promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See FlowRank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. FlowRank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. 
to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision. Call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. All right, we're back on the New West. We will recap everything that happened here. Want to take a look at what else is going on around the state. Grand Island has put themselves on their home mat in place to win the A2 district. Uh, They are at the 152-pound championship matches. Grand Island has 186.5. Omaha Burke has 164 points. For the Islanders so far today, we can catch you up on where they are at. Grand Island's Ian Obermiller finishes as the runner-up. Juan Pedro, district champion. Roglio Ruiz Ruiz finishes in third. Blake Cushing, a district champ. Cale Kingery finishes in third. Brody Aarons, a district champ. So is Tyler Salpas. Ethan Steinfeld was eliminated at 152. Kobe Lucas-Savage is in the finals. Isaiah Darris is wrestling for third and fourth. Alex Cavazos has been eliminated. Alex Rodriguez is in the finals. And heavyweight Michael Izell is going to be wrestling for third and fourth. The A4 is what is going on in Lincoln at Lincoln East. That's where Carney High is wrestling. And right now they're through 170 pounds. So the 182 pounders are out. And Lincoln East has come back to take the lead from Carney. 214 to 209. So it looks like East is going to win it. Carney doesn't have a whole lot left as we take a look at the results for the Bearcats so far today. Uh, they started off well at the lighter weights, and it is Perry Swarm, the runner up at 106. And then at 113, uh, two of the top wrestlers in the state, the final was a forfeit, and it may end up being the difference in the team title. Brandon Bostard of Lincoln East wins by forfeit over Archer Heelan of Kearney. They had split matches earlier this year. For Kearney, Hunter Nagatagi at 120, Riley Steele at 126, our district champions. Ethan Kowalek does not qualify. Braden Smith is a district champion. Gage Ferguson is the district runner-up as he falls 5-2 in the final. Gage McBride wins it at 152. Tate Kuchera finishes in fourth. Josh Pearson is a runner-up, and now Bronson Ahmed uh, eliminated at 182. You do have Alex Hunt, Dario Rodriguez in the finals at 195 and 220, and Peter Kreitzer uh, looks like he'll be wrestling for third and fourth at heavyweight for the Kearney High Bearcats. Moving on to what's going on in the B1 district tournament. We see Bennington has the lead as they're through 170 pounds. They have a 176. Columbus Lakeview second with 159. Aurora third with 156 and a half. Aurora the only team for our listening area that uh, is in that district. The B2 district going on today. Seeing that your team total has Hastings on top with 254 and a half. They've had a really good day. Blair second, York third, O'Neill fourth. Adam Central setting in fifth place right now as they've wrestled through 182 pounds. At Class B District 3 meet that has been going on today. Let's take a look at the team scores as Grand Island Northwest, the defending state champ, is in this district. Pierce 
uh, wins it. They have finished up 180 pound, 180 points for Pierce. They win it. Northwest second, 162. Central City was third with 135 points. The Four District going on out at Scott's Bluff, and we can tell you that uh, they have made it into the final round. And Gehring has the lead as they have just started their through 113 pounds, 141 Gehring, Lexington second with 131, Sydney 117, Holdridge is fourth with 85, Minden is eighth with 69 points. Continuing on on the New West Post game show here, we are at the C4 at Hershey. We'll recap all of those matches here in just a moment. We wanted to let you know what else is going on around the state of Nebraska. Wood River, the only team from our area in the C1 as they have finished. Archbishop Bergen is your district champion with 164.5. Fillmore Central, 130. Wood River finishes in eighth with uh, 92 points, and I think we can go ahead and Take a quick look, uh, since that's the only team in that district from our area who's going to state for Wood River. Riley Waddington was beaten by Penn at 106 pounds, so he is the runner-up. Also going for uh, Wood River, Dylan Anchetta finishes second at 120 pounds. At 132, Carson Thompson is the runner-up. At 138, Nick Brodigan finishes in fourth place for Wood River. At 182 pounds, Eli English will finish in fourth place for the Eagles, and those are their qualifiers. We're here as we are checking and refreshing our page to tell you about that. But your team scores in the C2 as they continue to wrestle. They're through 170 pounds. David City leads it with 235. Logan View 184.5. Battle Creek 130.5. Coach Trampy referenced all three of those teams as strong in C. St. Paul is fourth with 99. Gibbons 7th with 65. Donovan Trumbull setting in 10th plate. The class meet going on at Southern Valley. That has quite a few teams from our listening area as well, the ones that didn't quite make it out here to C4. They are through 152 pounds. Aquinas leads it with 215. Milford, 142 and a half. Boone Central, Newman Grove in 6. Sutton setting in 10th. We move on to the C4. What's going on in the D3 district meet. Uh, this is going on. Uh, down at Southern Valley. I think I misspoke earlier, but the D3 district meet going on. And they have made it through the entire meet. They have just a one match left to go. Maxwell wins the district with 128. Ansley Litchfield is second with 102.5. Shelton fourth with 93. Elm Creek sixth with 76.5. Then you have Axtell and Southern Valley tied for seventh with 75 points. Kennesaw 12th. Pleasanton 13th, South Loop 14th, and Franklin finished in 15th place. We will take a break and give you a recap of the C4 here in Hershey on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, the Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy, Doug Duda back with you here at Hershey again. Thanks to Greg Welsh, the athletic director, Court, uh, McKenzie, all the folks that uh, helped us out here as well with our coverage as we take a look now at the final results if you missed anything these are the wrestlers going to state from the toughest district in the state in the c4 here at hershey at 106 pounds in the consolation match tc houston of mitchell a pin over lane russell of broken bow in 203 in the championship trevin edwards of loomis bertrand pin sam luther of carney catholic in a minute 56 at 113 pounds the third-place match goes to Jacob Hilmer of Loomis Bertrand, 4-2 to two over Gage Muser of Hershey. And in the championship, Casey Benavides, 34-1 senior of Bridgeport, hands Zach Dickow of Highline his first loss of the year, 5-2. to two. All the scoring came in the first period. <clears throat> Excuse me, at 120 pounds, third-place match, Chance Cooper of Bridgeport over Ashton Lutz of Valentine in 57 seconds. We had two forfeits in the finals. Trey Gary of Broken Bow, a medical forfeit over Matt Bruns of Hershey, who he had beaten earlier in the season. At 126, third place, Isaiah Shields of Amherst, 39-8 over Timmy Smith of Highline in a pin at 257. And in the championship match, what a match it was. Chris Williams of Valentine now 40-2, pins Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow in 558, Falkenberry 27-2, both losses to Williams. Falkenberry was up 4-0 with 23 seconds to go. They had two incredible roll-throughs, and Williams ended up catching him and pinning him with two seconds to go. At 132 pounds, Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic now 40-8 after pinning Tobin Olson of Valentine in 235 to take third in the championship match. Quentin Frank of Amherst wrestled extremely well in a 3-1 win over Colton Rouse of Ord. Rouse 37-2, the sophomore Frank now 39-3. At 138 pounds, Caden Perez of Mitchell, a 6-1 win over Damian Bell of Bridgeport. And in the championship, Gage Kolakowski, the three-time state champion, a medical walkover against Austin Cole of Broken Bow, who he had beaten earlier this year. At 145, third-place match, Jackson Dakey of Kearney Catholic, 5-4 over Oren Pozell of Ainsworth. And in the championship, Trevor Widener of Bridgeport, a 10-4 win 
over number one Morgan McGinley of Valentine. He was the lone number one ranked wrestler to fall in the finals today. Widener now has beaten him the last two times that they have met. At 152 pounds, third place to Stephen Mankey of Bridgeport, 8-5 over Curtis Riddigarn of Gordon Rushville. And in the championship, Garrett Cluthy of Ord, an 8-1 win over Tryon Calarose of Arcadia Loop City. Cluthy had Calarose on his back in the first minute of the match. He got out of there but was down 7-0 right out of the chute. At 160 pounds, third place to Caden Vincent of Gordon Rushville, 4-2 over Jace Wood of Perkins County. And in the championship, Chase Olson of Valentine hands Connor Schutz 6-0, his first loss of the year, and Olson now 43-2. We will take a look at the final results from 170 up right after this. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. CapaGrains.com. Demilico Sports Fashions in Kearney supports all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Demilico is celebrating 30 years in business and says thank you for being our customers. It's been a pleasure serving you. We make it our mission to fulfill each order to your complete satisfaction. With our added special touch and 30 years experience, we've got you covered. Demilico Sports Fashions, screen printing, and so much more. Bottom of the overpass in Kearney. Back on the New West Post Game Show. 170 pounds. Third place goes to Kellen Meyer of Ord. A win over Gunnar Battershaw, who came in the number one seed at 182 pounds. Now he had, or 170 pounds, fourth ranked in the state. He had been battling some injuries, but Meyer wins it by pin in 223. And in the finals, Josh Warren of Bridgeport rallies from a 6 4 deficit to beat Jesse Drahota of Ravetta by a score of 12 to 8. Uh, Drahota now 41 and 5, Warren 44 and 5. At 182, might have been the toughest weight class here. Cole Stokebrand of Amherst pins Joel Abramson of Loomis Bertrand for third in 47 seconds. And Lathan Duda goes to 50 and 0 from Broken Bow as he rallies to beat Trevor Peterson of Chase County 4 to 2. That's the second win over Peterson this year, who's 38 and 3. Peterson had been holding a 1 nothing lead until the final 30 seconds of the match when uh, Lathan was able to finally, after a big roll through, catch him on his back, two-point takedown and near fall, or reversal and near fall to uh, win that match. At 195 pounds, Tyler Wetzel of Ravenna takes third, pinning Nicholas Coley of Mitchell at 222, and Ethan Gabriel of Ord now 43-1 after pinning Drew Bogard of Amherst for the second time this year in 57 seconds. At 220 pounds, third place to Brandon Knowles of Perkins County. Sudden victory, 3-1 over Nathan Coley of Mitchell. And in the championship, Jaron Potts with the quickest pin in the finals of Amherst. Now 39-2 over Kiefer Anderson of Broken Bow, 41 seconds. And at heavyweight, 
Tyler Thomas of Broken Bow takes third over Jackson Tommenheim of Penn in 423. And Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City beats C.J. Hovind of Ord for the third time in the last four weeks. He's now 40-1. Hovitz 40-4, wins it by pin in two minutes and 43 seconds. The final team results look like this here today uh, at uh, our venue here in uh, Hershey. And we'll read those for you. 16th was Chase County with 24 points. 15th, Ainsworth with 36. Perkins County, 14th with 42. Hershey, 13th with 46th. Highline, which is Elwood, Eustis, Farnham, was 12th. 58 points, but they had two in the finals or taken three. Gordon Rushville, 11th with 64. Ravenna gets 10th with 65. Loomis Bertrand, 9th, 70 and a half. Just one half a point ahead of them. And eighth is Arcadia Loop City, 71. Kearney Catholic, 74. That's 7th. Mitchell, 76. That's 6th. In the top five, the five rated teams in the state. Ord, 5th with 122. Bridgeport, 4th with 131. Broken Bow, 3rd with 139.5. Amherst, in their first year in C, the runner-up at 154. And Valentine brings it home again, 171.5. So that is the results of today's district wrestling meet. We will be back with you tomorrow, 3 o'clock, here on Power 99 bringing you all the action of the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. 23 years we've been talking with the area coaches and state qualifiers. That's what really makes it run. So tune in tomorrow. You can also hear it on PlatteRiverPreps.com. We will be bringing you uh, also an interview with Ross Halford of Husker Matt and others as we get ready for the state competition. And next Friday, the semifinal round live beginning at 5 o'clock. Updates Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here on Power 99 ESPN Radio and 1230 KHAS. Nebraska baseball leading Baylor 7-6 to six as that game goes to the seventh inning. And in basketball today, Wisconsin beats the Nebraska men 81-64. to 64. At the Heartland Hoops Classic today, they are in game number five. Auburn had the lead over Ogallala 24-12. Earlier today, Fall City Sacred Heart beat Fullerton 47-38. UTAN over Elm Creek 67-47. Kearney High beat Mount Michael 73-50. And Bancroft, Rosalie Lyons, Decatur edged Hastings 61 61- 257. Thanks to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to cover the great sport of wrestling. For our producer engineer, St- Stacy Johns. For the Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy. I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us for today's action. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 